0: Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a new line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just a straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure that your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Wayland Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boats, Nitro Sun Tracker Tahoe and Mako boats. Whalen Bay Marine, give them a call at 904-217-3778. The Nimic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor sitting in with Jeff Loggabin, Captain Kirk and Gibby's bringing it to you this morning. How about that? What's happening, boys? How are we doing? This morning, this, Gibby. Is, is this the first time you ever produced our show, Gibby? No, it's I've done it once or twice, but it's been a couple years. Okay, all right, all right. Well, well back I mean, in the saddle today. Back Welcome. in the saddle. Welcome. Absolutely.
1: Oh, sorry, I'm 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 watching the news right behind you. Just they they got a thing on First Coast news this morning, right? That uh, living with alligators. Oh, really? How do we do it? How
2: do we do it? <laughs> what a shock. I'm Amazing. Like, man, man where have you been? I
1: mean, well, hello?
0: <laughs> Jeez.
1: <laughs> McFly?
0: Yeah, really. <laughs> They're everywhere. Wow. Living with gators. It's like so, roaches.
1: So, uh, for the guys that are fishing the Kingfish Tournament today, the Kingbuster? Yeah. God help your boys
0: yep. Yep. God uh, and you girls. Man. Yep. Be yeah. careful.
2: Yeah. yeah. Be careful. The, uh, yep. Well, I you know. had a report from the inlet, and they said it is rough. Yep. There's 20 boats fishing yep. the inlet. Yep. I, um, a couple weeks
1: ago, you had the old school Kingfish shootout. Yep. yep. And, uh, you know, and, and I always cross my fingers for, for Kingfish tournament days that everybody gets the best weather so mm-hmm. everybody can enjoy it, that they say they can catch fish, and mm-hmm. and the kids that are fishing the tournament, they can have fun, and, and so... I got a text, you know, we got a group text. It's, it's, you know, it's me, Kevin, Kirk, mm-hmm. Chris, Tara, and, uh, and we game plan, you know, we're game plan shows and all this kind of stuff. And, and this time of year, you kind of know that, Kevin, you're going to probably fish, you and yep. James. Yep. Yep. Some kingfish tournaments. Kirk is, you know, iffy. Yep. And, uh, typically, if Kevin's going to be fishing, me and Kirk will handle the show. Sure. Yep. And, uh, Get a text, was it Thursday? Thursday, Boys, yeah. I'm doing the show. I'll, I'll, be, I'll, be,
0: I'll be in studio, yes. <laughs> Not going to do that.
1: Yep. My, my <laughs> first thought was, I said, well, I haven't seen the weather, but
2: that pretty much ought to tell me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew right then. Says, I got that text yesterday. I was like, I know
0: why. Yeah. <laughs> I yep, get it. Yep. So
1: I, I, yep. uh, I take a look at the weather uh, later that day, because yep. I was planning on taking a kayak somewhere yesterday, and, uh, and I took a look at the weather, and I said, oh, yeah, Okay, I see why he's yeah. not wanting to fish it. Yeah. And so yesterday was the day that the, the, the weather kind of switched.
0: It did switch. Let it me tell you, it you what. It switched around and, 11 o'clock. And, and here's, here's the yeah, crazy thing. It was thing. bizarre. Yep. It, was a,
1: it was totally crazy weather day yesterday. Yep. So I'm loading the kayak, you know, didn't get up early or anything because the tide, you know, I'm not in a rush. The tide's going to be low, low right. a little bit later. And I'm in the garage, and I'm you know I'm tying a couple rigs up, and I and I am sweating my rear <laughs> end off. I mean, I'm it's, I'm it's
0: it it was it was brutal, drenched, sweat. drenched. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was just hot. It was yeah. no wind, no yeah. wind, no nothing. No, it was gnarly. No, it was,
1: and in the garage, and I mean, it's like the worst thing in the world. Yeah. So you know, I finally get in the truck, get everything squared away, start heading to where I'm going to launch at, and I get to the launch point. And I went, huh, look at all this gray sky and look at the wind. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was like. It was. It changed. Totally bizarre. In no time. Yeah, I'm did. telling
2: you, I fished that ocean for a long time. And I know some of the other guys could concur with me yesterday. We were all offshore anywhere from nine to 11 miles spread out. And it was around 1030. And, and by the way, the bite yesterday was on. I mean, it, it was it, was it was, uh,
0: on. Uh, I, I I stayed on the beach. But anyway, go ahead.
2: So we're sitting there, and we're slow trolling. Mm-hmm. And the wind is just barely luffing out of the east, southeast, you know. Yep. And the swell was probably two to three. But it was gentle. Yep. And we're all just having a good old time chatting back and forth a little bit. And we're listening to some of the other guys further away going, you know, I got a cobia, or I got this or that, and whatever. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, here comes a northeast it it seemed like it was awake from a big ship, so we're all within the, the three boats. I was close to. We're all looking around like, where did, where's the ship? And we're like, we don't know. And I thought, how, well, how
1: big you think
2: it? It went from nothing out of the northeast to two to fours. So well, I mean, it was, <laughs> two to fives. Right, wow. enough to get your attention to where that's a ship. Yeah. And so, first thing I'm so thinking, you're thinking it's a, it's a big giant wake off of a ship. I'm thinking a naval warship or a submarine or a right. fleet. A submarine just came ripping right. by, and we're all looking around and we're going, "Where did that come from?" And I go, "I don't know." And you're thinking, "Well, it'll dissipate in a minute, right?" Because it was almost like it was backwashing on, on a wall, like a seawall. Mm-hmm. That's that's the effect that it gave us because it was backing into that southeast sea, and all of a sudden it kept coming. And it kept coming, and we're all going, what the heck is this? And I'm like, I, I've never seen it do that, mm-hmm. ever. Mm. And it didn't dissipate, and it got worse and, and worse. And, and you're like, we, we got to go. And then the wind went east yep. and started going 12, oh, yeah. 14, yep. oh, 15. Yeah. And I looked at my people, and I said, we
0: got we to go. We got to go, when, like, when, like
2: now.
1: When you're in a, a tidal creek, and it's below half on the way to low tide, and you're hugging the east bank of a creek,
0: and you're still getting blown. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's how good that wind was going. No, it, it, it. When it. When it picked up, it literally started capping on the beach. You know? Well, and then you had an outgoing tide. What was tide low at two o'clock yesterday or right. something like that?
2: Yes. Yeah, so, so you had the outgoing tide on coming up on a new moon. It was. It was
0: smoking out of that end. Mm, up. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was. It was. I, I. I stayed on the beach. Um. It sounded like there was no bait anywhere. We all. Went in a salt run and threw a guts out for an hour. So
1: that's kind of a question that I think a lot of people have been asking themselves. And then also a question for not just us in this area, but also up and down the coast. You know, every year we have had some semblance of pogies here for years. Mm Mm-hmm. And then for the last number of years,
0: we haven't had that. Right. So this year's been good. This year's been – Well, compared uh, – Compared to the last two years. Yeah, but let's go back 15, 20 years. Uh, Oh, what again – No comparison. We've we've talked about this a lot. I mean, Kirk and I booked charters in April – to fish underneath the bait pots. Jeff, and you did that with all us time. for years. Yep. Redfish City. Yeah, it was unbelievable. it was. Unbelievable. It's, well, yeah, it I was. Mean, okay, and, so my, and, and my so, question. So, so, so we haven't had that in uh, uh, eight, nine, ten years? It's been a while. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easy yeah. ten.
1: So, yeah. so my question is, why? Okay. And, well, that's a. And why? Yeah. Is it? Is it a weather thing? Is it a uh, wind direction thing? Is it a cyclical thing? Is it a uh, a man thing where we are having some kind of influence on the population of pogies? You know, and the reason I ask that, where do
2: pogies breed? Chesapeake Bay.
0: Yeah, I mean, the there's Big all Bays. kinds of there's all kinds of theories on that. You know, I mean, if you if you read about it in, in the commercial fishing around Chesapeake Bay, because you can't commercial fish for them here, right? Uh, you know, and like when I worked in Louisiana, they they hammered them. Cat, mean, the, so in other words, they had pogey plants. And what they, are had, they
1: what are they using them for?
0: Fertilizer. Okay. Fertilizer, so, oil, ca- cat food, so, whatever cat food. Yep. Yep. So
1: okay, so they're harvesting pogies for whatever. Mm-hmm. Has the has the harvest
2: numbers changed? Well, they've they've discontinued in a lot of states, yeah. allowing
0: it. Yeah, you can't do it. Right. And I, um, I, I, again, you know, when I worked in Louisiana, that was thirty years ago. So hmm. I don't I don't know what their laws are I'm now. I'm just
1: curious. I mean, have or have we have we, we don't man, have. have we impacted it? Oh, you know, I think so.
2: You know, A- absolutely. I think it's you know, just, just like mullet,
1: okay? Yeah, mullet. Well, you yeah. know, we have do we see the mullet that we used to see around here at times? Uh, it, you know, the mullet run was pretty good last okay. year. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, what I'm talking agree. about I'm talking about the Fingerland mullet. Yeah. I would uh,
2: I I would think it's we're still okay. Good. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, yeah. we're, we're,
0: we're, we're okay on the fingerboard. There's yeah, times that good. sometimes you don't
1: see a whole lot, and you right. you sit there and you go, okay, yep. you got all these guys throwing cast nets on these big schools of roe mullet. Right. You know, what, what impact is that having? And and just like the pogey harvest that is further up the coast. Right. That is uh for commercial purposes and and who knows how many tons mm-hmm. of pogies that they're harvesting. Is that impacting? Is there that harvest up there
2: impacting to, us? It, it has to impact. Yeah, us. and I think that's yeah. a. And I think it's a multitude question. of factors too. I think some of it is weather, and yeah. I think a lot of it is is atypical. I mean, we have dredged this river for going on almost three years. Yeah, I know for you three keep, years you, you
0: keep going back to the dredge thing. I, mean, I think it's it,
2: yeah. had an impact. Yep. You don't take the. You know, maybe Dr. White can shed some light on that. I know it's it's apolitical kind of a statement because it it supposed to add a lot of additional jobs to the port authority but i'm telling you if you take the river and you go from 42 and you're trying to make it 52 feet and you dig out all that product and you do it for almost 3 years you can't tell me it it's not had an impact well, I think all everything, that stuff, everything has an impact tell yep. me tell me when's the last time you went through the sand hills and saw schools of greenies
0: ain't seen them in two or three um, years th- th- uh i i you're right not not anything and guess where they're any, dumping not d- anything compared to what we used to see guess where they're dumping all the product from the river yeah they're dumping it on the sand hills. on the sand hills. yeah well i mean <laughs> everything everything's changing i mean there's no doubt okay yeah. i mean we have higher tides we have lower tides than 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 i can ever remember mm-hmm. you know um and is 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 just like you said, Jeff? Is it is it cyclical? Um, could be, yeah. You could know, be. Could, could be. I I I don't know. But I I do know that that what we saw ten years ago is not what we're seeing now. And and Jeff, we had this conversation with Larry Menyard about the redfish, which yeah. that's getting ready to change too. Yeah. Right. You know, I mean, I was I was not for going to two fish. Yeah. You know, I just wasn't, and then COVID hit, and everybody and their grandmother was fishing and buying boats, and 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 you know, and I mean, I I don't blame them. I would have done the same thing. I mean, they're telling me I I can't go to work, and they're going to pay me anyway, and I'll hell, I'm going to boat. Yeah, (laughs) you know, I mean, so there's there's so many things, but that that has an effect and the pokey pods. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah. Um, and, And and Kirk will tell you too. Just like it. It always disappears when we have an onshore wind. We've had onshore winds, you know, for the Very last frequent. couple of days. Yeah, if Well, not, not just well, – like They don't like games. clear water. No, I mean, they don't like clear water. When the water gets as clear as it right. has been, I mean, right. they it's, don't it's, like it. It's, it's, it's gin clear. So here, here's the other thing. We've had more onshore winds the last three or four years than than, than, than ever what we had.
1: Onshore you, winds, meaning east winds, which typically – yeah, typically northeast. Our, our, wind, east, yeah. our wind pattern to, for those that are wondering our our, our wind pattern typically is south we, uh, southwest southwest mm-hmm. or westerly in the morning yep and then you get a the doldrums you know right. from 10 to 12 That's right. and then you get a sea breeze kicking in in the afternoon mm-hmm. and uh and you go all the way back and count the number of northeasters that we had in the springtime yeah which was bizarre, very crazy, yeah. and then the fall northeasters. I yeah. mean, we've had a lot. Like you said, the amount of onshore winds that we've had have been much more frequent than in past years. Yeah, I mean, way I, more.
0: I mean, Kirk, you, you've heard us talk about this. I mean, you take the past five Aprils, we, we've we've probably offshore fished five or six times in yeah. five years.
1: Yeah, it's really I mean, crazy. We,
0: you know, and, and we'll be booked twenty five days. In April. Yeah, so it, you know, is that part
1: of the reason why we're seeing the situation with the Pogies? Is that part of the reason why we're seeing the Greenies, or is it other reasons as well? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know the answer to
2: that. I really. remember having many conversations with Mike Kogan because he, he, he's kind of like a study with stuff like this. Mike's one of these kind of people that he digs a little deeper than most. You know, he'll get on his laptop, and, and I think, in retrospect, a lot of it is cyclical. I, think, I, I truly think it is. And I think that, that when you look back, you know, our, our time window might be ten years when you and I can really reflect on it without digging into it deeper. Right. You know? Sure. It's just that's just where we are. Right. You know, we have busy lives dealing with kids and grand now grandkids. Right. And I think that a lot of it is cyclical. Uh-huh. It'll come back. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I really believe that. But there is, I think. There are outlying factors that have a tendency to change some of that too, Mm -hmm. i.e., the dredging. I'm not a big fan of that right now. Really? I'm not.
1: I couldn't tell.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, (laughs)
1: all right. Hey, look, uh, we got a lot to get to today. Yep, we do. Uh, the redfish rule We're going to mm-hmm. talk about that Because it's a little confusing
0: I, I, it, it is confusing When you read it I mean, yeah. Is yeah. it just me? No, no, it, no, 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 no. It, Okay, I just want to make sure I, I want no. somebody to clarify it for me As a matter of fact Please, Kurt. can Kirk? you do that? I don't think so <laughs> Okay Maybe Kogan can <laughs> Yeah, I I, <laughs> I think I, Mike I can call and give us a That is on.
1: one of the worst
0: explanation. i totally agree that when I, I read it I went, so, so how many fish can i keep i don't know i don't know, <laughs> you know and i've read it three times i know I've, I've read it four or five trying to figure it out so i didn't sound like a dumb hay on the on the radio you All know
1: right. we got we got to talk about uh some shrimp mm-hmm. because uh did you guys see the pictures yeah those are colossal on yeah. our facebook instagram yes.
2: page yeah, colossus. Did shrimp. you see the size of them thing? See, I'd split those, buddy. Eight counts. Eight counts. Eight shrimp per pound. Wow. You could you could make uh, fish, uh, shrimp nuggets with those are so big. Yeah, you know, fried shrimp. Yeah, nuggets. So everybody's
1: like, where did you buy them at?" And I didn't buy them. I got, I got friends you know, in high I places. A, oh, I got a friend. You got who, a friend. Friends who, in low places. Who uh, who is on the <laughs> one side of Florida that I'll tell you here after the break, and he got them. And he said they were outstanding. I'll be go. So I might be going to see my friend. Okay. Or should I say my cousin. <laughs> to see my cousin. And then my question before we take a break. Yes. The Welcome to the Nimic Family of Dealerships Outdoor Shows live from 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 1010XL. Call in at 904-641-1010. Post has a picture associated with it on Facebook and Instagram. And it looks like a... Uh, Shrimper decided to park the boat up on the beach.
2: Yeah, that's brutal.
1: Uh, what's the story well, that's on the brutal, picture? Favor.
2: That's,
0: <laughs> I saw that. I, I, was I was laughing, I, but I was crying. I was, I was like, running down the beach yesterday. This is yesterday. Yeah, this okay. is yesterday. And you, you guys can see that, Jeff. That's uh, that's Crescent Jeff, Beach, huh? Crescent Beach. No, 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 no. that's no, not no, Crescent. No, that's um, that's that's South Pontevedra. Right there that's in the, the in, north side. Yeah, and I'm like, I was fishing with Bill Kilgannon, and I'm like, um. That's a boat, and he's like, "What are you? What are you talking about?" And I, I said, "That's a shrimp boat sitting up on the beach." Yeah, and I mean, I haven't heard anything on the news, or, or I mean, so it is sitting perfect. Yeah, like it's, it's not parked, leaning or nothing. Like it's a parked. It's car. It's like it's a parked car. Yeah, let's, let's beach it because we're having engine problems. Thing, <laughs> I, I, I guess. Mm. I guess but I mean the nets are still. I mean it's yeah, it, yeah it's a perfect pick. It's, it's it's like they put it there. Yeah. You
2: know? Let's park it right here and go we'll get a pizza. And,
0: and and the anchor's out. You see the anchor? I yeah. saw that. <laughs> oh, you wanted to park it. <laughs> I guess so. And, I, I don't know what story A lot of goes.
1: people may, may be looking at that picture and going, man, that shrimp boat's got rust stains, paint's chipping off. Yeah, it ain't that's, in the best that's an abandoned boat.
0: Well, most shrimp boats yeah, are, yeah, yeah. look a little rough. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's, yeah. A, that's, yeah. A, that's what they call a shrimping boat. <laughs> yeah. uh, shrimping anyway, boat. Uh, shrimp shrimp boat. If you haven't seen it yet,
1: check uh, <laughs> yeah. our Facebook page, or Instagram page while you're there. Like our page. Uh, so let's take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll do uh, weather and a tides right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Hey, uh, the season is here. And what's the season? It's uh, selling your boat. Okay, and it's a good market for selling your pre-owned boat. Consignment Boat Sales of Mayport, they need bay boats. And if you want to sell yours or your center console uh, from 22 feet all the way up and down the line... Uh, Guy can handle it. Oh, Also, by the way, if you've got a deck boat, they'll sell them for you. Absolutely. All you got to do is contact Guy at Consignment Boat Sales, and that's 904-249-6225, or you can go to their website at jacksboating.com. That's J-A-X-boating.com. 21 years they've been in business. They've been around that long for a reason. Mm -hmm. So if you want to sell your boat, you can handle it. Go see Guy. All right, so the shrimp boat thing. Yes. Harold uh, uh, Harold Washard, yes, friend of the show, yes, ended up letting us know that that boat has been on the beach for quite some time now. Fifteenth, he said, I think, right, yeah. June fifteenth. June fifteenth, ten days. So 10, ten days been on for a little bit, <laughs> and uh, so on Facebook there was a post about it, and somebody wrote this on a post. Said, hey, one of the boat owners was parked next door, and someone talked to him. He said that about 3 a.m. they were out at sea bouncing around, and some stuff fell off, including a rope. The rope got wrapped around the propeller, oh, no! and they were uh, towing the, the shrimp boat with a dinghy, but it wound up on shore. The hull of the boat is okay. Engine is okay. They'll t- take it off at high tide. Well.
0: What high tide? Yeah. What high tide, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: what high tide I would know. that be? The high tides keep pushing it up. Ten days, mm. so my question. Oh boy, okay. If you're thinking about taking this boat off, and you're looking at the tides, which we're going to do here in a minute, and when is the next tide that you could get the boat off?
2: You're waiting for a moon. That's what you're
1: yeah, doing. Yeah,
0: you're waiting on the new moon tide or full yeah. moon tide. I mean, I, you're I, I, for I, next I'm flood. assuming, but you got to figure, Kirk, that boat drafts four or five feet. Yeah, it's buried. Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to, to have so a big tugboat to get it. that off, and then you're gonna rip all the stuff out from underneath it. Could. So, do you think you could get it off? You'd have to. I, get, I, I, the only way you could do it
2: is get a bucket out there and I'm, dig it out a little bit as the tide starts to go. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk's right. I mean, you just gonna be manual labor. Get an excavator out there and start excavating when the tide starts coming up, so the sand's a little softer, mm-hmm. you know, a little moisture mm-hmm. in it. And then take a big tugboat. I mean, look, you,
0: you've got all that heavy equipment right there at the gate station. Yeah, yeah. that's doing all the beach, proce- yeah, beach mean, you know, project, beach reenrichment project. I mean, yeah, just kind of go down there and throw somebody a hundred dollar bill and say, hey, <sighs> just come push. You know, it wouldn't take I I don't know 20, you could somebody hundred dollar bill for that though. <laughs> no,
2: I just it might be more than a hundred dollar bill. <laughs> cost a few thousand to get yeah, that no, off. No, the beach.
0: no, I'm, I'm just saying. I, I I agree with you, Kirk. I mean, I think the only way that's uh, you you're going to have to remove some beach.
2: Yeah. You're going to have to dig it out a little bit, and Mm -hmm. then after you do that, you're going to have to fix it. I mean, you're not going to be able to leave that giant hole sitting there, you know? No, yeah, yeah, no. Take that excavator back in there. That's a delicate subject right there. Yeah,
1: it is. All right, uh, let's do a tides report since we're talking about tides. Brought to you
2: by the best sub shop in He needs a good
0: 6.0. Angie Sub. (laughs) Yeah, right.
1: (laughs) Yeah, well, he's not getting it anytime soon. The tides, uh, for Angie Sub, by the way, the corner of Beach and Penman, Best sub shop in Jacksonville, and by far the best French fries, in my opinion, that's on the planet. Yeah. Tides for today at 649 a.m. was a high tide, and that was a 3.79. So if you're talking about needing a six foot,
0: yeah, forget it ain't it. happening. You know, happenin right east now.
1: wind will make it a little bit higher than a 3.79. Yeah.
0: But uh, not nearly high enough. Low tide. Okay, so just think about what you just said, mm-hmm. Okay. How many times have we talked in the last six months about 3.7, 3.5 high tides? That's a, a lot. Lo- that's a low, low. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot. That's mm-hmm. low. It, yeah, or I mean, a high. It, 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 that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If typically at Mayport, yeah. I think the average is a
0: 4.5. It is. That's, a, that's your normal. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. But
1: it's a 3.79 this evening, then it goes to a 4.7.
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, the low tide
1: today at twelve thirty p.m. is a negative point zero four, so it's average, which average is zero. Right. Um, but I don't know when the next time you'd get a tide high enough to maybe get that boat off. I mean, if you look,
2: no, we
0: don't. Yeah, I mean, you. I agree with Kevin. You got to have a six footer. Yeah, 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 And you're not going to have a six footer until it's end of a, August.
1: Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to September. wait for a long time. Yeah, long time.
0: Yeah. 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 So so that guy in that yellow house right there, he's. He's got a, <laughs> a yard <picture>. ornament. <laughs> Get him a couple of gnomes. Yeah, he might put might some gnomes put, out there. Put some Christmas lights on it or something. Put yeah, a couple funny. gnomes on there, Christmas lights.
1: That's some serious yard art. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig. And uh, by the way, Bearded Pig is looking for uh, for staff. I saw They're, that. We're hiring. That. Okay, yeah. We shared the post on our Facebook page. And uh, if you'd like to uh, explore possibilities because they have some management positions, and then they have staff positions, both with competitive wages and benefits, at the Bearded Pig. Okay, and they've got two locations: one in San Marco, San Marco area, and then the other one out at Jack's Beach. If you would like to, uh, to to maybe interview, just go to our Facebook page or our Instagram page. Did you ever check wait out tables? The
0: post. Huh? Did you ever wait tables? No, but I worked in restaurant. Oh, at yeah. A restaurant? Yeah, I I I, I, I kind of did it all. Yeah, yeah. I was. Me the, too. I was the worst waiter ever. I did it from the back to the front. Yeah. Yeah, I, I did was, it all. Yeah, I was terrible. I, I did was, it all. You were, you were in it. Yeah. I did it all for 20 <laughs> years, so I can tell you. I've done it all. You'd be a good employee. I would be eh. I yeah. could run that restaurant.
2: <laughs> There's no doubt.
1: Well, I just don't want you cooking my food at the beer to pick. Uh, I, I want them right. to cook it, okay? I want no, Chad I'd fix you right and up, the experts yeah, yeah, to cook guy, the food. Okay. that guy. Thank, thank you very back. much. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, what as, they're as saying, they need a front-of-the-house manager for Jack's Beach. That's you, Jeff. And a kitchen manager in San Marco.
1: That's you, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Your
2: you're kitchen manager. Yeah, you're- Highly competitive salaries, offer benefits, meal plan. Hey, meal plan. That means you get to Sign eat for me free. up. <laughs> Jeff's <laughs> in. Je- Jeff's already. Chad's calling
3: boy.
1: You this afternoon. Uh, I, I, real quick, real quick, before I uh, give you the actual weather forecast. Yes. When oh, when I was when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I had a job with Pedro, and Pedro Martinez. Okay, mm-hmm. Pedro Martinez was a friend of my dad and uh, pedro lived in our community and he was uh vice president of tuxedo international mm-hmm. which tuxedo international they you know they rented tuxedos oh. i might have told this story before i yeah, about- thought that yep. was
2: something okay. to do with chippendales no,
1: yep. no no but they it was in a mall fair <laughs> oaks mall uh-huh. and so i would drive you know and had to drive pretty good bit to get to it and so i mean the cost of gas and then i'd go and i'd work and i wasn't making much i mean it was you know yeah Six dollars, five dollars an hour, something like that. Wow, you ate
0: that much. Yeah, I think it was five, six, something like that.
1: Jeez. The problem was, is that the Burger King in the mall was right around the corner. Oh, and so I, you know, Whopper with cheese and two of
0: them every day. Two. (laughs) Yeah. So all you were doing was just paying for I your was, food. I was no, I was I was breaking even, you break every day. even yeah. in
1: gas and then in, yeah. in, in wafers. Yeah,
0: I, yeah. I was breaking even. Like a hog yeah. in
2: heaven.
1: Yeah. Anyway, here's the weather for today. A got a weak trough going to remain in central Florida through the weekend as high pressure remains to the north and northeast. A weak trough of low pressure will form offshore of the Florida East Coast Sunday and then lift north. Mm-hmm. High pressure ridge pushes east of the region next week as a cold front moves south towards the region. The front will weaken and stall as it moves at least into the southeast Georgia waters by midweek. What does that mean? Today, east winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet, with a period of 6 seconds. I don't know about that. Yep. Uh, east winds have blown a little bit more than that right now, yeah, I can yeah, tell you that. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow, northeast winds 10 to 15 knots, 3 to 4 feet, with a period of 6 seconds, slight chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow
2: yep oceans closed
1: monday east winds five to ten knots two to three feet light chop on the intercoastal slight chance of showers slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon tuesday south winds five to ten becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon getting back to at least close to being
2: normal yeah it'll be normal by tuesday
1: Wednesday, southeast winds, five to ten knots, increasing to ten to fifteen in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That's kind of odd, right? I mean, it's starts out
0: southeast, south just gets harder. And I, it I just know. blows harder. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's no there's no westerly winds. Hardly, it, not in the forecast anyway. No, no.
1: That, uh, that's a little different now. I mean, southwest wind moving to southeast typically is our normal day, but that ain't happening. Mm-mm. Yeah. But to one good thing about an east wind is with that east wind it with it brings with it cooler temperatures absolutely it does <laughs> when you get to west south oh it's awful earlier this week we had a um, couple days and it was i was kind of chuckling because on tuesday get up early you know me and merle load up and we're going to go to georgia and and do a few things you know do some mowing mm-hmm. Get some lime put out on the on the food plots for the deer in the fall. Eventually, you know, you put lime in now, and that allows three months to kind of for that stuff to mm-hmm. to get the pH of the soil back to neutral so that your your plants benefit. And uh, so go up there and, and arrive Tuesday, and then there's a text between me, Kevin, and Brother James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when I got there, I was like, wow, man, it's nice. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. about 9 o'clock, you know, 9.30, and I'm like, man, an overcast, got a breeze. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Good work <laughs> weather. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. I was yeah. like, man, i, I got get, mm-hmm. get on the mower. Get on the mower, and it was pretty nice. And then by the time it got to 1, 2 o'clock.
0: Oh, it wasn't nice anymore. It was no. 100 degrees. Yeah, it was 100 degrees. 100 degrees. And, and, and the heat coming off of that tractor.
1: That was a that was a 40-degree temperature 40. swing it, it, yeah. in a matter of four hours. Yeah. Wow. I mean, mm. that
0: was ridiculous. Yeah,
1: mm. that's hot. And then the next day, it was the same thing. It was. Got up in the morning, beautiful, yeah. beautiful, uh, 62 maybe. Yeah, you it, was, know? it was awesome, wasn't it? And uh, 101 yes. by the time it got to be 1 o'clock.
0: It's hot. Jeez. Uh, and, and, and zero rain. None. Dude, my yard is Burnt. 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 I mean, I'm like, you gotta be kidding me, man. I mean, it, it we ain't had no rain up there, bro. Dry but, yeah. as a popcorn
1: farm. Yes, it I,
2: is. I, I'm so glad we didn't put our food pots in for the summer. Oh, I've never think, put food I plots think in. they'd have been roasted. My
0: clover pot looks good though. I'll tell clover's, you. That. Yeah, clover's still growing a little yeah, bit. Yep. Yeah. I mean, but it's in a wet, shady right. area. You know, I mean, that's why I planted a clover this year. So. Yeah, the,
1: uh, right. when I, when I was up there, I, one of the things that I was doing was checking the food plots to see if they needed mowing, but my clover's still going. Yep. The, the air leaf, I'm like, nope, not going to mow them
0: today. Yep. Mm. I'm
1: going to leave them be. All right, let's take a break. And uh, if you'd like to join in, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
4: All
1: right, so uh, trivia time.
0: Oh, boy, here we go.
1: Do you guys know what uh, Monday is? The twenty seventh. It's a it's a national something day. I don't okay, know. national what?
2: National Pizza day. <laughs> national sub day.
1: <laughs> Good guesses. Yeah. It's actually uh, National Sunglasses Day.
0: Sunglasses oh. day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> which, which,
1: which is there not a national something day oh, yeah. for everything? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Why not? Okay. So what the uh, heck. But, uh, look, Hagen Coastal Outfitters, okay, look, they they like to live in the celebratory moments, Mm -hmm. okay? So, uh, today through Monday at Hagen Coastal Outfitters, which uh, the three Hagen Coastal Outfitters store are uh, Glen St. Mary, the uh, Mandarin, Yulee, Green Cove, and uh, Hagen Ace of Blanding, they've got – so let me make sure I get this correct, okay? At the Hagen Ace Hardware of Blanding, Glen St. Mary, Mandarin, Yuli, and Green Coast Springs, which are the three Hagen Coast Fair stores. All in stock sunglasses are 20% off. Oh, boy. That's a good savings now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's uh, obviously to celebrate National Sunglass Day. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of interesting. I, I was uh, trading messages back and forth on our Facebook page with Larry. Okay, Larry Clark just recently had some eye surgery done, and he was actually asking for a recommendation on sunglasses. Mm -hmm. And so, Larry, there you go, man. Because the doctor told him, he said, you know, after the surgery, you need to start wearing a really good set of sunglasses. Yeah, man. And I will say this, and this is obviously, uh, I think it's very topical. What's the most important thing? And this is serious talk. What's the most important thing? Because this is the advice that I gave Larry, and I want to see if you guys think I'm right. What's the most important thing that you guys think about when buying a pair of sunglasses? Coverage. Hey, do you do you buy it off of off of online? How it looks online? No,
0: I gotta put them on. I I I gotta go with comfort. How do you find that out? You gotta put them on. You gotta
1: put them on. Yeah, you gotta you you gotta wear them.
0: Yeah, you gotta wear them. You gotta try them on. Yeah.
1: If if anybody were to buy a pair of sunglasses sight unseen. You're making a mistake.
0: Yeah, I, like I said, all glasses fit everybody. Different. Everybody's yeah.
1: face and
0: fit yeah. is different. Okay. Well, and, and everybody. And technically, what are you going to use
2: it for? Like you and I are in the sun, and yeah. you're and you're in the sun, son. Yeah. And you you want to protect your. Eye. I got small eyes, and so I've got to protect them. Small beady can, eyes. Can you,
0: beady eyes. Yeah, C- you can, beady can, can you can you go outside at all without sunglasses on anymore? I can't. Yeah. I cannot. I can't either. I mean, I, I mean, I mean instantly, I'm like, oh. yeah. I, I obviously try to wear them. All I the can't time, even. But I, I can't even hardly go to the
2: mailbox. Yeah, my eyes are very without, sensitive
0: to light. You know, with with the with the white driveway, at this at this time, you know, I mean, yeah. I it's it's just I can't. I mean, yeah. it, I, my eyes are so used to them.
1: But I like. I believe that's critical though, because <clears throat> the the glasses have to to fit so that your coverage yeah. is good, mm-hmm. and then the. The one thing about sunglasses, sometimes when they're too snug against your
2: face, oh, I can't stand that. Then they fall. Right. I remember though. But then yeah. when
1: they're too loose, then right. you don't get right. the, the coverage or the the sun shielding benefit of the entire glass. Right. So and that's why I always I was telling uh, Larry, look, look, you go and try them on. Yeah. Because he was saying, what do you think? What do you recommend? I was like, look, there's some really good brands that they have at Hagen Coastal Outfitters and and uh, there's really good brands out there. We all have had different name brands oh, yeah. of sunglasses. Yeah, and I agree. like different brands based upon how they fit.
2: Yep. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I too, I like. And when I said coverage, I, I like the the glasses to cover my eyes mm-hmm. a lot. You know, I you know some people go, "Why do you wear those big old glasses?" Yeah.
0: I like that. It's like wearing a pair of goggles well, if you're welding. Well, I've had I've had nose surgery, twice. Yeah. For cancer on 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 my nose, exactly, and it was from my sunglasses, and 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 what the doctor told me is it 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 beams off the boat mm-hmm. or the water underneath your sunglasses, and and, and it's like a ray. It, it just it goes right there in the corner of your of your of your eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I'm like I'm because like, I, I, I because I was like how in the hell am I getting it here? Yeah, when when my he he said it, it's reflecting under it's going under. Yeah, yeah. so. Keep that in mind, too. You know? I remember when uh, Ocean Waves came out with it. What, what they? They're called Chicago's. Chicago's, yeah. Those are almost like goggles. Yeah. And I really like those. Yeah. They were great sunglasses. They were good sunglasses. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: I've, I've got different brands. I mean, uh, yeah, you I'm trying it, to see what where they, have the, yeah, they got, uh What Smiths,
2: are these? Those are Smiths.
0: These are Smiths? I think so. I still I still have my Salt Lives. And yeah. I, I'd love them. I mean, I, I have two pairs of prescription Salt Lives. And I mean, they're. They're, they're great glasses.
2: I've got yep. two pairs of Ocean Waves that are probably 10 years old, the big <laughs> yeah. heavy ones. Yeah. Glass. Yeah. And I still wear them. Yeah. Now, the frames are all, you know, kind of looking Oh, mine are patterned. all scratched
0: up. So, but, but again, to, to go buy they a pair work. of prescription sunglasses is
2: 300 $350. Bucks. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah. ain't cheap.
2: Yeah. The, the, the
1: advancements that they have made in sunglasses as far as the lightness mm-hmm. of the frames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know – now, back in the day, you would have glass lenses for prescription. Yeah. yeah. And now they don't have to do that. Right. Like they're using Thank goodness. some I, other material to make yeah. prescription lenses. They're yeah. much
2: lighter. See, I always, when I go in to buy new glasses, I always ask that question. Are they plastic or glass? Because salt water is very abrasive. Mm. it will even tell you, if salt water gets on your boat and you don't rinse it off, it acts as an abrasive. Right. It'll actually take the gel coat off of your boat. And it's the same thing with a pair of sun- sunglasses. If you're out on the boat and you get salt water on plastic lenses and you don't use the right cloth or spray the glasses down before you wipe them, you'll scratch those lenses. Sure, it will. But glass, you won't do that. You know, it's it's a lot more. Well, it can more,
1: scratch, but it's. A it's, it's lot more durable. Yeah, it's harder. Yeah, exactly. It's less likely to scratch, right. but, it, but it can. Mm-hmm. So that's why you try to use those, um, those wipes, glass wipes, yeah, I use slash those. microfiber cloths, mm-hmm. yeah. all those kind of things. But uh, yeah, having a, a really good pair of sunglasses are critical. Now, with your sunglasses, I have in my sunglasses, these ones right here, which are prescription that I'm holding. The Smiths Kirk, you said these are Smiths. I think those are Smiths. <laughs> okay. yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I got them from,
0: from uh, Fred. Fred,
1: and uh, and I love them. Those are just for distance, you know uh-huh, what I mean? They're right. not for up close, but the other ones that I have that I wear when I'm fishing, they have their bifocals, the, the bifocals yeah. in them to where they got little cheaters uh-huh. in the front. Man, those
2: things are awesome. Oh, it's great, isn't it? They're awesome. Uh, I, you guys are getting old. See, I don't have that problem. I don't wear glasses you don't. at all. Oh, you I, have, I, I couldn't see the time. You wear, well, you wear cheaters. Very rarely. Only if it's low well, light. It, if, if I'm in bed and it's really low light but, in the bedroom, I'll, I'll read, but most of the time I don't need yeah, glasses. But you had surgery. I did.
0: Yeah, I had yeah, Lasik. I had Yeah, LASIK. yeah. yeah I, cheated. I cheated. Yeah, the, the, oh, outdoor show, the outdoor the show paid for that, by the way. Yeah, I, I, yeah, <laughs> That's I cheating. had Lasik. Yeah, yeah, I I wear bifocals. <laughs> well, I thought like I put any sweat <laughs> you, you ac- bif- equity bif- into yeah, that. Damn right. right. there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! I couldn't see a dad gum thing without bifocals. I
1: have. I don't. wanna I hate to say this. I'm uh, getting ready to hit fifty five this year, and I'm Ooh. I got a I got a set of cheaters <laughs> everywhere.
2: Yeah. Oh
0: yeah. It's like what what happened
2: it's called uh yeah it's called wearing out oh boy. eyeballs are wearing out man
1: but uh the the cheaters people may be wondering what cheaters are cheaters are the magnified reading glasses that yeah, you, you can buy mm-hmm. at anywhere mm-hmm. drugstore walmart
2: target Marshalls. you know you can buy them for ross
1: three four five dollars yeah pair. if you go in
2: ross you can get four pairs for like ten dollars and just have them everywhere, Is that yeah. Right, that's what I do. I that's put them all over the place. <laughs>
1: that's what I got. I got them all, over, all the place. over the place. I can tell you if I don't have a pair somewhere, it ain't good. No, yeah. all right, let's take a break. And uh, just want to remind everybody that if you have a task, Coastal Equipment has the machine to handle that task. Mm-hmm. They got the full line of Kubota products, all the attachments to go with it from Land Pride. And then if you've got a lot of grass to cut, they have the gravely zero-turn mowers, hot seat pressure washers as well, and then chainsaws, edgers, blowers. They have the full steel line, all at Coastal Equipment. Two locations, one in Jacksonville, the other one in McClenney. Go to homepage of OutdoorShow.com, click on the Coastal Equipment link, and it'll take you right to com to give you more information. would like to join us this morning at 904 641 1010 right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. If you're in the market for a used car, Nimnik Buick GMC's got a great selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs to choose from. And every used vehicle comes with a detailed vehicle history report. So if you want to check it out, go to Nimnikbuickgmc.com to find the vehicle that you've been looking for. And you can also value your trade in just 10 seconds. All right, welcome back to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Brian this morning. Morning, Brian. What's
2: up, fellas? Hey, man. What's well, happening? Morning, buddy. Oh, just out here rolling. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I bet you are. <laughs> so you're fishing
1: the uh, King Buster
2: today? We are, yes. How is it? Yep. It's it's sporty. <laughs>
5: it is sporty.
2: That's
0: <laughs> putting it mild. Yeah 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 so what uh what'd you do for bait i uh, bought bait you bought, bought bait i got yeah.
1: you all right okay. so uh, so uh the tournament uh, old school kingfish shootout you, you can't buy bait
2: no no this oh, is right. the king buster no just,
1: i know yeah, 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 yeah let's say yeah. oh, in the oh, other oh, tournament you right. couldn't buy bait oh, I okay got you. right okay i followed and you. so when you buy bait okay brian what are you buying and what did it cost you
5: can buy either goggle eyes or you can buy hardtails, which are blue runners, and uh, I think
0: they're twelve fifty a piece, something like that. One
6: hundred fifty
0: dollars a dozen. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Okie okay, dokie. Uh,
5: I, I spent two, I spent two fifty this morning. So wow, Yeesh. yow, yowser. Okay, uh, bait, yow. Bait's been bait's been scarce. No, uh, uh, hey, I mean, I, I, so. I, you know,
0: unless you were going to catch mullet or just pull ribbon fish or you know that's that's about what what you had to do.
5: You know it, it, it is, and as floppy as it is, it's going to be real difficult to find bait.
0: Where yeah. I mean, what are what, where are
1: your um, where's the field of play? Okay, where can you fish?
5: I do not. I don't. I think the south the south boundary is uh, somewhere around Daytona. Mm-hmm. It, it, you know, what, I'm not sure if there is a boundary. I don't. Is I don't you know, know that
1: there is
0: a boundary. Okay, in, in, in the king. There of may not be a boundary. No.
1: So Brian. If uh, if there's no boundary, where would be the place to go if you could get there?
5: If you could get there, it would be offshore. Uh, I, that's just my opinion. Offshore, down south, offshore.
1: Like how far? When you I say did. offshore, 2, 3 miles, 10 miles? No, no, no,
0: probably 35, 40 miles offshore.
1: 35, 40 miles is, is offshore. It, it, did,
0: did anybody even try miles. it, Brian? Oh, I'm sure. Oh, you know there's sure. somebody. <laughs> somebody yes, did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
5: you could make it, uh, Kevin, on in the bigger boat. Um, you know, right? It's three to four, but it's probably you know it's tight. It's definitely. Oh tight. Yeah,
0: it's right on top of one uh, another. Yeah, Ugh. you know, you would you
5: would have to you'd have to corner it. You, you couldn't you couldn't run right into All it. Right. So, I know a couple guys that uh, tried to run due east and turned back around.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, it sounds like you're beach fishing. I am. I'm actually at uh, St. Mary's Island. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So it's gonna, either either I know
5: something or I'm one of the dumbest guys in the world because we are here by our ourselves.
2: <laughs> I like that though. You know what?
0: <laughs> yeah, I hate uh, I hate I, being I, around crowds. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know. Now wait oh, a minute, I, that,
1: because there's yeah. a, there's always that moment. Yeah. Okay. What, 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 when you're yeah. in a boat, okay, mm-hmm. and it, it's and Brian obviously in the boat. It's not just you. You're, mm-hmm. you're fishing with people, right? right? Yep. How many guys you yep. got?
5: uh there's five of us on board i got three juniors and two adults
1: okay so there's five of you who made the call on where to fish
5: uh that would be me
1: okay uh, so uh,
0: okay so (laughs) so at
1: some point yeah if there's not a fish biting
0: brian why are we here yeah yeah (laughs) uh why don't comment. we come up here, Brian? <laughs> uh, there's a bite in the chum hole. Why did not we just stay there? Yeah. Yeah. You know what, though? Ch- Kevin, you, you're killing me because that's exactly what I just heard.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you, you know what, though?
0: I, oh, no. I heard
2: from Dave Edwards this week, and there, I heard there was bait in the, in the jam up there, in the North Jam, up against Cumberland right there.
5: Yeah, there, there's been some bait up here, but we haven't gone to
2: look yet. I figured coming around
5: four o'clock when this tide stops pushing,
2: right? Uh, I may
5: run in there and try and try and get some bait, put a little bit more variety out there. But yeah. uh, you know, right now I just wanted to get up here and get baits out. You know, you were able to fish at six thirty, so uh, yeah, you know, maximize your time.
0: Sure, sure. So how, how far of a almost... run is
5: that,
6: Brian? Uh, thirty thirty miles. Thirty miles. A, okay.
1: Now, but can you come I out honest, the same Mary's I'm
4: going
6: to be honest with you, Kevin.
5: <laughs> we got our, we put in in, front, in uh, Mayport got our bait. I turned right back around and ran the ditch
0: all the way up. I don't I blame you. you. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what problem. I do. Yeah, I would. No yeah. no, no, no he, I just didn't want to mess with this. No. No, no way. <laughs> nope. If you go back to the chumble, you might just pop right back in the inlet, run the ditch all back. All the way back. <laughs> hey, I guarantee it. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah, go right in Nassau uh, Town. I, you have to.
0: Uh, you got to
5: be smart, man. You know, by our older age. Yeah, that's right. It hurts way too much longer. It, it hurts a whole lot longer than it did. So when you when got you
1: uh, tournaments one day? Yeah. Okay.
5: Uh, yeah. One day and then junior anglers tomorrow. Oh, That's
0: right, junior anglers tomorrow. How's the weather going to be tomorrow? Northeast tomorrow.
5: <sighs> I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be the same from what I'm seeing. Yeah. Mm. Yep, yep. All right, buddy. Good
1: luck.
7: Thanks, guys. Talk yeah, to you later. Thanks
1: Thank you, for Brian. The call. All right, let's uh let's go talk to Chuck this morning.
7: Morning, Chuck. Hey, good morning, fellas. Always love the show. Um, did you hear the tragic news that Tim Tebow passed away?
0: The what? Do what now?
7: What? Tim Tebow passed away. He was out uh, marlin fishing and some huge uh, shark reached up and grabbed him and pulled him under and uh he died and so uh he found himself in front of the pearly gates of St. Peter's.
4: Ah, right? okay. Okay.
7: And uh so uh St. Peter informs young Timothy that uh heaven's getting kind of full that you got to answer three questions in order to enter the heavenly realm and you got to get all three questions correct uh by chance. And so of course Timothy's very gung-ho. He's a spiritual fella, of course. And uh so St. Peter says, the first question, Timothy, is how many days are there in a year? Timothy says, oh, that's easy, St. Peter, there's seven days. St. Peter says, what, seven? He says, yeah, there's Monday, there's Tuesday, there's Wednesday, so on and so forth. right? And uh, kind of strokes his beard and uh, agrees. Okay, I'll give you that one. So the second question, guys, that uh, St. Peter proffers is, uh, Timothy, how many seconds? Are there in a year? How many seconds? He says, oh, that's easy. There's 12. Is what, 12? Yes, sir. There's January 2nd, February <laughs> 2nd, March 2nd, so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, again, St. Peter is uh, befuddled, but he accepts the answer. So the last question that he proffers is, what is God's first name? And he uh, says, oh, that's easy. God's first name is Andy. God's first name is Andy. He says, yes, sir. When I was growing up in uh, Sunday school, we had a song. And he walks with me and mm-hmm. he talks with
0: me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Damn, Chuck. We've heard that one before. Uh, yeah, that one. Really, yeah. Top, yeah, top, yeah. top that's a, gun, gun. That's, that's a that Top one Gun, one out, gun joke. Yeah, kind of yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. You're behind the eight. eight ball, brother.
1: <laughs> he spiced it up a little bit with Tim Tebow. Yeah, he did. You did. Oh, he had us
0: with the Tim Tebow For a minute thing. For there, we were like,
2: really?
1: Tim yeah. got
2: passed away? What? <laughs>
0: All right, guys. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Chuck. Yeah, oh, that, that was <laughs> good. You, go Shark. back to the
2: book. Yeah. <laughs> go back to the book.
1: <laughs> all right, uh, let's go talk to Papa G this morning. Morning, hey,
0: Papa
2: you, G.
8: Morning. Hey, man. Y'all doing all right? Doing good. Yeah, I thought that might have been Top Gun, but I didn't recognize the voice. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yep. Hey, listen, man. I've been. Uh, I don't have a boat, but for years I've lived here in Jacksonville all my life, and I've been taking charters out of Mayport and St. Augustine and stuff, and it's just getting to where it's it's just all my lines get tangled up out there and it's just really no fun man it's no fun anymore so i wonder if you can share a little bit about your charters uh captain kevin and uh and you know if you got half days or full days and what that's all about i got a buddy of mine turning 65 and i'd love to you know spend the money and take him out to have a great day at fishing and, and i know with you we'll do that but uh before i hang up this old boy was down at the beach and he's he's out there fishing in the surf and a uh, guy runs up to him he says uh Oh, my God. He goes, that's my wife out there. She's gone down once. She's gone down twice. She's about to go down three times. So the guy, fisherman says, hang on, hold my line. So the fisherman runs out there, and he grabs a woman. He drags her up to the beach, and he goes, revives her, and he goes, all right, everything's good. The old boy looks down, and he goes, well, that's not my wife. That's my mother-in-law. So the fisherman breaches into his pocket. And he goes, how much do I owe you?
2: <laughs> you guys have a good day. okey doke. Oh, Man, this is loaded. becoming Oh boy. Okay. It's like the gong show. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, did, oh Did you ever watch that show? Absolutely. I did. It was great. Gene Gene the dancing machine. Machines. Yes, sir. Come on, man.
2: The gun show
0: was the best. Oh it's classic. Yeah. Yeah. So um
1: It's kinda of like I guess well What's the one show to where they, they do their thing and then they buzz them out if they aren't in? It's
0: kinda kinda
1: a little bit of that gong show flavor.
0: Yeah, know. come on man, you can't you can't reach America's got talent. Oh no, yeah, whatever. But anyway. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. Um so uh Kirk and I basically do the same trips uh four hours, six hours. I do a five hour to seven hour. I just like to have that extra hour for catching bait. Um I mean if you it's it's uh bring whatever you want to eat drink that's it. That's pretty, yeah, pretty it's, simple. It's it's yeah. it's not you know, and he's yeah. talking about
2: going on a party boat. He's probably talking about it. I know what he's talking about. Yeah. You know, that that's uh it's gonna be a little bit more expensive than that. Yeah. But call us up and we'll you know, we'll see if we can get you on the books. Absolutely. You no. Know?
1: Temperature percentage wise. Percentage wise of what? How 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 booked are you guys this time of year? percentage wise.
0: Um, you, you know, it's um my bookings have slowed down this year. Um, you know, I mean I, I I I'm I'm booked as much as I want to be. I've fished 5 yeah. days a week. I've fished Monday through Friday. I don't do holidays, I don't do weekends anymore. I'm done with that. Yeah. So, um I'm, I'm probably 4 weeks out, you know. So for every phone call that comes in, obviously, you know, it is is the next week. So, yeah. but, but I'm not, I'm not crazy slammed in July and August. Okay. Kirk, you? I'm like Kevin, I'm, I'm four or five weeks out. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm working as much as I want to work. Yeah.
2: And then whatever I don't, I don't, I send it off to the guys. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Spread it, 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 exactly. Spread it out. Interesting. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, let's take a break. We come back. We've got an LV Higher Zinc gear tip of the week that I think you guys are going to really like. And I can tell you this with the, with the heat that uh-huh. we experienced this week, you guys might want to go ahead and be running by and getting one today. I okay. can tell you that. And uh, we'll do that right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Time now for the LV Hires Zinc gear tip of the week. And we are doing it jacked up on Gordon's Cooking. Mm. Yeah, oh my thank God. you, Gordon. Thank you. You're Very generous.
2: Outstanding. Very generous of you.
1: L V Hire supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. They can handle your fuel requirements. They can handle everything from tank monitoring, technical issues, doesn't matter, they handle everything. L V-H-I-E-R-S dot com to learn more. This week's tip, Tara came home the other day and she had this uh, rechargeable fan. That she had acquired while she was at Hagen Ace. Okay. And I was like, gadget, you know, mm-hmm. gadget, you know, what are you doing? Right. And she goes, oh, I got this. So I figured that we, you know, could use it for a deer stand when it's warm out. Which, you know, look, there's times when we deer hunt, it's hot. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, and a okay. fan would be nice. And uh, she pulls this thing out of the box. And I was like, and it's a 12-inch fan. I mean, it's like a floor f- fan. Right. And she goes, look, it's rechargeable. i was like, she's she, she got it. You know, gets right. It. So so anyway, uh, I thought, yeah, sure, it's great. Okay. So a couple days later, we're going to go take uh, my dad. And so it's me and Tara and my dad and my dad's wife and, mm-hmm. and Dylan and a couple of his buddies. And uh, we're going to go to Palm Valley Outdoors. Okay. And we, we, we tell Gordon to come. You know, Gordon was batching it. So... Uh, and we told Ed and Kristen to come. So we're all at the table. And we come walking in the restaurant with, with a 12 fan. inch charge fan. <laughs> Everybody's kind of looking at us. And it's like, I don't know. Kind of getting that double look, you yeah. know. Check, check this guy out bringing his own fan here, right. you know. So we sit out at the table. We take that fan and put it at the end of the table, you know, like underneath, like blowing
2: underneath. Right. It's
1: hot. I mean, it's hot. It's hot,
2: yeah. dude. Yeah. I that get it. That thing was awesome. And it ran the whole time.
1: The whole time, which we were there huh. for yeah. two and a half hours, and oh, really? we were just staying running for two and a half hours. Interesting. And as we were walking out, everybody was kind of asking questions. Oh, hey, what What do you got there? I'm like, and I'm holding it. I would hold it at them, you know, blow it at them, and of course, it's still steaming hot. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, that feels so good. I was like, I can, I, I, I could have put it this way. I could have rented that thing out.
2: <laughs> That's an idea. Yeah. There you go. Maybe. Maybe they ought to buy one for all the tables, uh-huh. And like, look, folks, we have a fan for you. Yeah, It's an additional five dollar charge. Mm-hmm. surcharge do you want one? Heck yeah, yeah, I'd be go yeah shoot.
1: Well, I, I can tell you that uh, these things are no joke good. Mm-hmm. And whether you're sitting on the back porch, whether you are watching the kids' ball game, uh, sitting outside at a restaurant, okay, uh-huh. this rechargeable fan, that they have at Hagen Ace Hardware is the bomb, and so That's cool. Go by and check it out. Uh, they've got them uh, in stock. They're fifty nine ninety nine. Okay, and I can tell you this: uh, if you had an opportunity to sit in front of this thing and sit and enjoy it Worth for everything. one hot dinner, you would be yeah. running to get
0: one. Well, because like when Kerry and I go sit on the front porch this time of year when we're up at the property, we have to grab our big. Our big fan, right? To, to take it out there, you know, to have something that's rechargeable without having to plug it in and everything else.
1: Fifty nine ninety nine at Hagen cool. Ace Hardware. This rechargeable twelve inch fan, and it puts out some air. Now, I mean, like no joke, puts out some air. Put it this way: we had uh, one, two, three, four, eight, ten, 11, we had eleven people at the table, and that fan was blown across everybody, and everybody was like, "Man, that thing is awesome." So, there you go. That's LV Hires ink gear tip of the Week.
2: Next thing in the deer stand, what's that hanging in that tree up there? Oh, he's got his own fan. <laughs> <laughs> he now, bow hunts with a fan.
1: It's a little, put it this way, I told Darrell when I turned it on, I said, no, nah, not going to work for the deer stand. Because, it, you know, it makes, it, it makes noise like a fan. Right. Mm-hmm. But, That's
0: what you want fans to do because it puts you to sleep. Oh my gosh! Yes, I mean for <laughs> oh, yeah. sleeping and uh, taking uh, naps. I have one every night. Give me a box oh, fan. So, oh yeah. So so the best white one noise. I've ever found the 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 the, the white noise. It's, it's called a cyclone. They sell them at at the depot. Uh huh. It is awesome.
1: Is it a square box it, fan? Yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's it's really when, uh, good.
1: When I was in college. And we had to stay in the dorms as freshmen, and we did not have air conditioning. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, of course, you had a box fan. Yeah. And then you put it literally right at the foot of your bed, mm-hmm. and yeah. you'd have one window in your dorm room, which is not bringing in any air. Right. It's just hotter than blazes. And my, yeah, I had a roomie, mm-hmm. and Joe, Joe Carnucci from Newcastle, Pennsylvania, the nooch, we mm-hmm. used to call him. He was a heavy metal guy. He went to sleep at night, and and how how, how does this happen? He literally went to bed every night because he was a heavy metal guy. Yeah, he would put on his headphones, plugged into his little. How do you do that? Yeah, music box and rock out while he's sleeping. Crazy loud, turned up to like eight to ten. He's probably deaf or not. Get out right now. Right. Yeah. He, he would turn that? that thing way way up, and he would fall asleep. Oh my gosh! With a like, I can hear his headset in the room right. clear as a bell. <laughs> and he's falling asleep. But anyway, that's like ever since then with the box fan then? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Jeez. couldn't sleep without a box fan right. for the rest of my yeah. life. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines, and Top Gun probably has something to say about the uh, the attempts at humor yeah. that we've had so far in this show. Good morning, Top Gun.
2: I feel the
3: need for speed. Hey, What's uh, going on, fellas?
2: Have you seen a new movie
3: yet? Uh, I'm getting to that. Don't rush me. <laughs> oh,
2: excuse,
3: first of all, excuse me. First of all, are you boys doing the show next weekend, Fourth of July weekend, or y'all taking off? No, somewhere? we're doing uh-huh. it. No, yeah, we, we're doing okay. it. Okay, we'll, we'll be here. Okay, okay. I did see the movie, and I know you want to know what I thought. So go ahead, ask me. Ask me. So,
1: uh, Top Gun. How was the movie?
3: <laughs> I thought it was great terrific.
2: I thought it was better than the first one.
3: Better than the first one. Yeah, I do too. It was really good. I really enjoyed Mm -hmm. it. But you kind of got to like that kind of movie with, uh, I've always been fascinated with F-18s and I mean, they fly over my head. I salute them. I mean, they can't see me, but it just turns (laughs) me on. I'm telling you. Shock. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, um, we after we saw the movie, we got another ticket, and it was early, so we went in and saw Jurassic Park.
2: Oh, you doubled up.
3: Yeah. I, and I, when just I, hey,
2: uh, real quick, Top Gun. I, I'm gonna yeah. t- I'm gonna
1: tell you what I was told about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, my son went and saw it, and uh-huh. uh, and Dylan's you know pr- pretty honest. He goes, Dad, it was terrible.
3: Huh. Yeah, it was it was kinda not anything new. That was the bad part about they it. They said it, it was, was kinda...
1: absolutely terrible.
3: Okay. But but the thing I liked about it was the dinosaurs. They are so realistic. And it made me think about you boys uh hunting out on your property and running into a couple of those tyrannosaurus wrecks. Coming, walking through the woods. Uh-huh. And if you got that rifle, that ain't going to be enough. No. Well, I don't those know about things, that. I mean, well-placed shot. Those things are huge. <laughs> you need a bazooka or something. Well-placed shot.
1: well play shot. Come on, Top Gun. well play shot.
3: Take them out. Lots. If you see a couple of them when you're walking through your woods and they're building a dam across your stream or whatever it is, so they can walk across there, don't go out there with that pole with a hook on it. That ain't going to be enough. <laughs> I'm telling you right now. Those things are huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I wonder I how they it. eat. You know, I mean, I wonder how dinosaur meat would taste. Just
3: like chicken. chicken.
0: It, the, the tails. the I best part. I don't know. You would okay. have
3: yeah. to ask a caveman. <laughs> That was somebody that was a descendant of a caveman.
0: Low and
1: slow, right?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen, this dog was walking down the street through this town, and he passes his office, and he sees in the window a sign that says, hiring, typing, shorthand, bilingual, equal opportunity employer. He says, hmm. So somebody opens the door, and he runs in there, and he jumps up in the chair in front of the boss's desk. And the boss says, hey, how can I help you today? And the dog points over to the sign on the window. So the boss says, "Uh, well, he says, "Uh, let me dictate a letter to you, and let's see how you do with shorthand. So he dictates this letter, then looks at the letter, and it's perfect. The dog doesn't make one mistake. And he says, well, let's see how fast you can type that up for me. Dog takes the paper, runs over to the computer, types this perfect letter in 30 seconds. Guy looks at it and he says, man, this is awesome. Uh, No mistakes that I can see. Says, "Uh, but I don't know if I can hire you. So the dog jumps off the chair, runs over to the window and points to equal opportunity employer, comes back, sits in the chair, and the guy says, "Uh, well, he says, that's true, we are that. But he says, I still don't know if I can hire you because you got to be bilingual. Dog looks at him and goes, meow. (laughs) LPS, baby! Boy,
2: you thought a long time about that. No doubt. Golly, oh, that must be in the God. very back of the book. You know? oh, <laughs> that's chapter 11. That's a laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's
0: right, uh, Kevin. You know, the jokes have been just kind of oh. added. Yeah, they've been added. Yeah. today. I'm, yeah, I'm with you.
1: Need a new book. Need a new book. All right, let's take a break. We come back. We'll talk to Chris. Okay, and I'm you. sure he's fishing.
0: Okay. If, yeah, that's, probably if that's is. Chris Stevens.
1: At, uh, and if you'd like to join us, 904-641-1010. Hey, don't forget, folks, that if, if you've got a piece of waterfront heaven and you want to make it even better, CNH Marine Construction, they do the docks, bulkheads, boat houses, everything. They even handle the maintenance for your boat lifts. Trust me, they need it. And if you've never had any maintenance, you're making a mistake. Trust me, I can tell you from experience. So give CNH Marine Construction a call. You can go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com to us back-to-back. Click on the CNH marine construction link and then it will take you right to their page and uh, which is c a n d h marine.com c n h marine.com there you go all right and uh, again to join us here on the Nimnick Buick GMC outdoor show 904-641-1010 <laughs>
0: You're in the market for a Cadillac. There's only one place to go, Claude Nolan Cadillac. You're in the market for a pre-owned vehicle. Go in there, tell them what you're looking for, and they'll find it for you at Claude Nolan Cadillac. And don't forget now. Also, if you need to have your car worked on, um, man, it's it, it's it's amazing. Um, Paula, who runs the outside, I mean, sets up the appointment. You get there, they take care of you. They got a place for you to to, to go and watch TV, do whatever. It's uh it's awesome. I mean they, they, they do a fantastic job at Claudeville and Cadillac. All right, let's go to the phone lines and uh, talk to Chris this morning. Good
6: morning Chris. Good morning, fellas. What's going on?
0: <laughs> Nothing.
6: What's uh you what, what, where are you at? yippee Kaye. Uh yeah, yeah, we're on the beach. Okay, you're on the beach. Obviously. That's good. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're yep. The red we're at the red tops, Kevin. Okay. What's um what yeah. you do what'd you do for bait this morning? Uh, you can catch all you want at the parking lot for you just have to have a few Benjamin Franklins. <laughs> you don't even have to get wet? No, you don't have to throw a cast net, you don't have to do anything. Just just open your wallet, pull out a pull out a Benjamin Franklin net, and you can catch all you want. Okay. Sound like a lot of that was going yeah.
2: around this morning, like the flu.
6: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> beautiful baits so though, beautiful goggle eyes, nice runners. Uh Lee and Kathleen well it ain't Lee and Kathleen no more, they sold out but um, The people they sold to, they, pretty good looking baits. Okay, all yeah. right. Now I have to a so, qu- uh,
1: qu- question about the buying the bait thing. Mm-hmm. When when the salesperson has bait, so they roll up in the parking lot of the boat ramp and they've got a truck with a big giant tank, tank on it or yep. what?
6: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. No, but you gotta you gotta call and order it, and they put your order on the t- on the truck. And if you roll up there without an order, you take leftovers. Okay. Yeah. Then you you, yeah. you so, got to wait in yeah. the, the line. So, so,
1: so you, just, just the process of, of getting the bait is kind of interesting uh-huh. to me. So, somebody goes offshore and they're jigging these baits uh-huh. up with sabiki rigs. Yep. And then putting yep, them down on, in
6: South Florida. Up. Yep. Okay. And down, then down in South Florida. South Florida. Mm-hmm. So, yep.
1: they're they're going, they're catching these in South Florida yes. and then putting them on a <laughs> aquarium truck. Yes. And then bringing them up here? Yes. Yeah. West Palm Beach, isn't it? Yes. Yep.
6: Wow. Yep. 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 Interesting. The tanks. The tanks probably I don't know thousand, two thousand gallons.
1: Okay, Mike. And they've got I'm kind uh, of curious. How many
6: fish
0: can be in that?
6: Ooh, I I don't know. Yeah, a lot. Uh, yeah, a pile of them.
0: I mean, you'll see a you'll see a line of fifty people.
6: Wow. And yeah. some,
0: some of them with two buckets, two five gallon buckets. Yeah. I mean, they'll they'll order two, three dozen apiece. You know. <laughs> I mean, so
6: got to have a lot of Benjamin Franklins for that.
1: Yeah. and here's another question: you, there was two kind of baits that were mentioned that you could buy: goggle
0: eyes and yeah. blue runners.
1: Goggle eyes and blue runners. What's the difference?
0: Oh, there's there's a big difference in, in the baits. Goggle eyes, um, it, it's. Um, and if you're, it, it, if you're, you're more
6: streamlined, they're streamlined. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, they more of a exactly. You're asking me if I had a preference. Yeah, if you had a preference, I, I, I'll totally answer that honestly. If I'm fishing the beach, I want to fish goggle eyes. Okay, I've caught yep. very few fish. Very few fish on the beach on blue runners. Okay. James Schulte will absolutely argue until he goes to his grave on that. <laughs>
1: he wants he would go blue runner. Yeah,
0: because he's caught he's caught fish on blue runners. Okay, well, I, 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 a goggle eye looks a lot like a, a fat cigar okay. minnow. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. scad. Yeah. 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 Like yeah, scad. Okay, I've caught numerous kings on the beach on goggle eyes.
1: Are they are they similar in size a goggle
0: eye and a blue runner? <laughs> no, no. Totally different no. body size. A, a, a blue runner looks like a small jack.
2: Yeah, okay. Or, or a pompano.
0: Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah th- that shape. Okay. You know, and 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 it's just like Chris said, uh, goggle is more streamlined.
2: Okay.
6: You know. Yeah. All right. The blue runners will get up to five pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, they'll get up five pounds.
2: I just, I We're mean, it's just to me, three. it's kind of interesting. The, you know, the whole
6: bait yeah. thing. Yeah. You know.
2: Oh, you got a couple of hits already?
6: Yeah, we got two fish in the box good Ooh, for you nice Very yeah. nice. yeah no no if they was if they were rolled together they'd be it'd be nice but we got one probably 15 18 and one about eight
0: okay well at least okay. there's fish there so on, flat, on a flat yeah. line
6: or a downrigger uh everything's been down kirk yeah 35 nope uh 20 20, 20. okay yeah. 20 fo- 20 foot or less yep goggle eyes. i'll be hmm. gone brown and the, oh. yeah.
1: Now, it, is is the cost it, yes. of goggle eyes and blue runners the same?
6: It is. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. High.
1: Now, have <laughs> you have you guys have you guys ever like gone out and caught goggle eyes and blue runners? Well, sure. Oh,
6: absolutely. Absolutely. Yes.
0: yes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Goggle eyes are hard to catch. I've never caught a goggle eye.
6: Okay. I've caught. We've caught them down in South Florida and yeah. out of Canaveral. I
0: think we
2: catch them up here when we jerk up like cigar minnows. But we call them scat. Mm-hmm. They look like scads. The little tiny ones? They're small. They're only about four inches, five inches long. They, they,
0: they could be. I think they are juveniles. I do. Yeah, but why don't we catch the big ones then? I don't know. Yeah. Never have. Yeah, but there's plenty of blue runners around here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
6: But, yeah, we'll but, have to go try here in a, in but, a little while. And what what does
1: it cost again for, for a dozen? Uh, it's
0: 150 bucks
1: a dozen. 150 a dozen. It okay, does but,
0: but now, because I was, Chris, I was talking to Stan about this, and I'm sure you guys have had the same conversation. Jeff always took a, a, at least a day before the tournaments and went out and caught his blue runners. Yes, you know. And now, yep. now he may have to run thirty miles to to, yep. to, to to catch blue runners. Right. I
1: mean, do the math on that.
0: Yeah. Well, now thirty yeah, miles it, in a boat. That's what he's saying. It's cheaper to buy them. Yeah. Than than it is. Yeah, because of you know,
1: the cost of fuel. For cost yeah. of fuel. Yeah. But here, here's another question. Let's say you you are going out there. and You're one of the one of these guys that you're going to go catch bait and oh. you're going to sell it. How long does it take you to catch, you know, once you get to the spot, which down there in South Florida probably doesn't take very long to get to the spot, right? No. Because, you know, the, yeah, the deeper no, water's yeah, closer. Yeah. Not at all. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how long does it take you to catch the bait, do you think?
2: Depends on
6: what's going on. Well, they on put there. out chum, and, yeah, they put out chum, and they'll catch a live well full. They bring it back and pin it up till a tournament happens, and then they load the, load the well up and Drive them up
1: So they keep them in like well, a big giant tank. Yeah. I wonder right. how long they'll stay alive.
6: Anyway. Oh, they feed them. They feed them. yeah Really? Yeah. They they, they they put they put feed into them. They feed them and co- and coddle them and caress them. And, and, and
0: there's there's something in that water too. Well, they put yeah, they it oxygenate that. it.
6: Yeah, I talked to that guy yeah, one that, time. Yeah. And there's there's something to make them docile as well. Yeah. Now, here, a now,
2: here's bit. the one thing that can happen, though, when you're jigging bait out there, Jeff, is is that we, we're not talking about is sharks, predation from sharks and kudas. You could be out there jerking those up, and, and you get the other things fired up, and you're bringing up a string full of goggle eyes, and you got four or five of them on there, and the coota just comes by and takes them all. Right. And rips a, mm-hmm. rips a sabiki well, and, rig, and, and, then, and then you and start then all over again. You
0: don't use six hooks on a sabiki rig. For a galzer, it was yeah. It's th- three hooks, three or four, yeah, three or three, four. Yeah, 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 and heavy, heavy, heavier line, yeah, heavy, yeah, 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 because yeah. they pull like crap. Oh heck yeah, I yeah. mean yeah. you know using a me- medium heavy spinning rod. I mean if you're
1: catching a blue runner that's up to five pounds, yeah, three it'll... five pounders. Whoa, yeah. double
0: the rod over, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah, interesting. How how how, you know? how, how rough is
6: it, Chris? Oh man, it's slick really calm. Barely a breath of wind. All right. um, <laughs> I'm right. trying not to get into the wind. It's, it's howling. It's, it's white capping. Oh boy, um, it's probably going 15 and solid three foot. Oh boy, good thing you we, harvested all that yeah, honey this week. You're going to need to sell it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we. It's it's real close to taking them over the bow, and that's that's no exaggeration. Oh
2: good gosh,
6: out of your boat? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I talked to Tyler, and he's he's Tyler Smith on the college fund. He's had. Several over the bow. Yeah, jeez. But yeah. he's in a little bit smaller boat. So, all right, buddy. Be be careful. Thanks for the phone call. Yes,
0: sir. Y'all take care. All, all right, right man. Brent, See you. See you mm. mm, over brutal. the bow. Uh-oh. Oh, if the Kirk and I were Uh-oh. out there, it'd be it'd be it'd be, it'd be, be in, it'd be, in be, the boat. It, it'd be in the boat. <laughs> would yeah. you, I mean,
1: because you guys are running bay boats, yeah. yeah. Okay, Chris is running center console,
2: yeah. Right, he's, he's running that fountain, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Okay, which what is like thirty-one fountain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he's running thirty-one fountain. You guys are running twenty-four, twenty-six foot bay boats uh-huh. ballpark.
2: First and, thing I would do is turn around and go back in.
1: Well, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure that there's some guys that might be out there in a bay boat. Hell yeah! But, but you gotta, you have, you can only go. You can't go a certain direction, no, correct? No, no, no,
0: no. It's, mm. it's it's hard to slow troll in that those kind of seas. It's hard it, because you're going too fast downwind, and you're not going fast enough into the wind. Your okay, hand's it, on the throttle all it, yeah, the if time. If it's an east
1: yeah. wind, then you've got an east swell. Right. And typically, you guys like the zigzag, okay? You're going from shallow water to deeper water. Yeah, shallow yeah, Shallow water yeah, to yeah, deeper water, yeah, back sure. and forth. Yeah. You're can all you, over the place. Can you even do that? When it's like this and you've got because I mean don't no. you have to pretty much stay
0: in no, the trough? You, you can't because you just it, you would yeah you're you're gonna have to almost troll north and south in right. our in our boats in our right. little boats yeah. that's what
2: I mean yeah 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 you'll yeah. take them over the nose if oh you do yeah it that way Woo. and then and then you hook a fish and if you're running the boat and doing the
0: first mate stuff too oh my gosh <laughs> it's like a cluster it's Kirk's like, having bad no thought. no oh, no oh, yeah it, it, these these kind of days when we're on charter we won't run down riggers. It's just too much work. No. Yeah. Can't you know, do it. It's just, no, you can't do it. I mean, it's just, it's just too much work. Hmm. Um, so. Yeah. But we, it, on a charter, we wouldn't be out there today. No. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah.
1: Interesting. All right. Uh, let's take a break. Let's do. And want to remind everybody that, uh, hey, look, uh, if you need a tire, Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet. Has outlet. got a tire for you. And they've had many tires for me, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Uh, got too many tires right now. <laughs> and uh, here's a crazy thing. I got new tires for a golf cart, uh-huh. through them, yeah. new tires for a wagon, yeah, new tires for a wheelbarrow
0: I mean you name it. i i just they i just tires. i just got new tires for my my single axle trailer isn't that cool? yeah
1: that they have a tire you, you, for everything.
0: You, I mean you know seriously, do you know how hard it is to find one of those without a rim mm-hmm. because they, usually when you buy new ones for your single axle trailer, it just mm-hmm. comes with the rim you just mm-hmm. replace everything, which is crazy, but no, you I can had go a, there
1: and I had a a yard cart uh-huh you know the yeah, pull know, exactly behind thing yeah, you know yeah. they had it for years yeah you know, and it works great yeah but the tires got completely dry rotted mm-hmm. yeah. and so i take there, the tires right. off yeah yeah, big. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, about yeah, that big yeah, you know four, 10 12 yeah, inches okay, there, 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 know, yeah, okay. something like that and i just take them to, to tire outlet and they're like yeah no problem we'll, you know <laughs> t- took a look at it and they said uh just leave here and then we'll we'll call you when it's done and sure enough they called me a couple days later they got them in all ready to go. Awesome. Like a brand new cart. No, don't need to go buy a new car. I got one. new tires. That's good. You know, tire out. Locations no. everywhere. And uh, if you'd like to join us here this morning, 904-641-1010, right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Welcome back to the Nimnick Chevrolet Outdoor Show. If you're looking to have a little getaway, Hatchie River Club. Uh, scallop
0: season's open. Yeah.
1: And apparently shrimp season is over going on over there. <laughs> apparently. Okay, scallop season. Starting July 1st, the the limit changes. Mm-hmm. I was talking to uh, my cousin over there. and Daryl? Uh, uh, Carlene. Well the brother, Daryl. Uh, she, okay. She's <laughs> my cousin, and then she's married to Daryl. Daryl. Okay. okay, I knew there was a Daryl there. They're great. I okay. met Daryl once. and uh, Anyway, I was chatting with Carlene, and she was saying that before July 1st, you, know, you have, I think it's a, a gallon or whatever limit, and then once it goes after July 1st, the limit changes to be you get to keep more. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so anyway, look if if you're looking at making uh, making making a trip yeah. over there, get your reservation out, Steen Hatchy River Club, because once scallop season starts, it uh, gets pretty busy over there. But so uh, anyway, she sends me these pictures, and if, if you haven't seen the post on our Facebook or Instagram page from this week, if you go and take a look at it, that is some of the largest shrimp that I have ever seen. It was Friday's post, yesterday's post, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, they're pretty. Her husband Daryl caught these, and it was somewhere over there on the west coast around Horseshoe. Okay, look at the size of them
2: shrimp. Yeah, that's, that's your hand, right?
1: No, no, no. That's Daryl's hand. Daryl's hand. Daryl's a, a pretty big fella now. He ain't no that's, little guy. That's yeah.
0: crazy. It goes from his wrist past his fingers. Yeah, I'd, that is that butterfly. Huge. Then man, yeah, no Stuffed doubt. Those were some crab. Those
1: meat. those were, and he literally he counted them. He weighed them. You know, Daryl yeah. Daryl's. You know he's an outdoorsman, right. I mean, right? Right. good old boy, and he said eight. These were eight counts, you not ate. just two of them out of the batch. Right? He had eight shrimp, and he to was a making a pound. Wow!
2: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's baby. cool stuff. Crazy. Yeah, they baby. call those U eights. They call them what? U eights. U eights. Yep.
1: That's about as big as they get, right?
2: Yep. Yeah. I mean, those are monsters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those yeah that's are- that's jumbos right there. <laughs> That's colossal That right Mm
1: -hmm. there You put them And batter them up And deep fry Mm. them Babies that big like that Oh man (laughs) Anyway we got a Kirby Co Ink cooking tip of the week Coming up That is gonna tell you guys In my opinion The best way to eat shrimp On the planet Which is peel and eat And years ago I think it was Mr. Bill That showed me how to do Mm -hmm. this
2: Mm -hmm. With the beer With the the beer
1: in the Old Bay Yeah And it's the tried and true recipe, and I can tell you, I don't like. I mean, I like eating fried shrimp. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I think peel and eat shrimp with old I, I, I love peel and eat with shrimp. fresh made uh,
0: cocktail yeah. sauce. That yeah. was the I, best. I yeah. went and bought ten pounds from Lee Vokosol mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are so good. Yeah, I mean, they're they're flash frozen. You yeah, know, I mean, that's how they. Went, right that's what they do now on those big freezer boats. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and and. It, you know, you get them and you're like, "Oh my God, it's frozen." You, you it, it takes no time to, to thaw them. Yep. And, and oh my God, they're so good. Yeah, by the are. way, so good.
1: Uh, I, I know at some of the public grocery you, stores, the they have fresh Mayport, never frozen shrimp mm-hmm. that you can get. Yeah. And that's what we cooked the last uh, couple times. Yeah, we actually have those had
0: came it. off of that boat that were it. South Padre Island, went on the beach. All <laughs> oh, right, walked up, <laughs> there, flash there. sale. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> walked right up on the beach. Yeah, put a little sign there, yep, <laughs> <done>. selling shrimp. <laughs> that shrimp boat Shrimp, shrimp Now you walk up yeah, to day yeah, one A. a- I, mean, and, on. the I mean, come on, and, and put the sign out. Just leave it there and, <laughs> and make a little restaurant out of it. Or yeah. something. shrimp for sale, yeah.
2: cheap. Yeah, point the arrow to the beach. <laughs> exactly. Just yeah, you know, get your friends to donate a few coolers of shrimp. Go down there and sell them yeah. right off the boat. Exactly. See that like a takeout window. Yeah.
0: What's yeah, wrong with ride that? Ride your
2: bike up, and hey, I'll take a pound.
1: Yep. If, yep. You, if you have eight-count shrimp, mm-hmm. mm. I wouldn't – I mean, I was joking about frying them up. I mean, first of all, they would
2: be good. I mean, fried anything is good. Sure. Mm-hmm. But when you get something that big uh, – You got to stuff them. Stuff them? Stuff I them? think you got to – you take them, and you peel them, you devein them, and then you butterfly them, and then you take a little little ball of crab meat stuffing, you pop it right on there and broil them in the oven. Oh. Just okay. Don't overcook I, I, them. I you don't want to overcook them.
0: I, I've, I've never had that. Oh, that's so oh, good. But it it, it it sounds a little garlic really good. butter. Yeah, I think, I'll have I think, to do that for you guys one day. I would love for uh, you, look, you to do. It, that. Look, all the stuff that you day. tell us you're gonna do. I mean, that's. Great. I've, I've done, it, I've done that. some of it. I know I have. you have. I know you have. You missed yeah. the crab cakes. Hey, hey by the I way, did. crab cakes were they good or what?
2: Oh, they're outstanding. The lobster cakes. They're outstanding. Yeah, that was. Um.
1: By the way, can I put an order in for some fish dip?
2: Uh, yeah, it's coming.
1: Okay. I just wanted to put an order in. I've actually
2: been eating a lot of uh, 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 kingfish in the air fryer this week. I've eaten it three times. The air fryer. Uh, yep. Uh, cut it into little nuggets. Dip. T- cut it into little nuggets. Yep. Uh, the small ones. We uh, catch the little teenagers. Uh, mm-hmm. Filet them. Take the tenderloins out. Cut them into the little nuggets about two inches mm-hmm, by two inches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then do the Ritz crackers,
0: Parmesan cheese, and the butter.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You, you, you want to sp- spool, whirl? Yeah. So... I've been. Oh, well, he's already spoiled. No, I, I, so, what 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 I do with kingfish is if if I have some extra, and it doesn't take very much, but not what I do with it. What Carrie does with it, she boils it. Mm-hmm. You know, she and 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 uses that meat to mix into fancy's food. Yeah, sure. Dogs oh, love fish. Man, that dog thinks that she's died and going to heaven. Yeah, yeah. and it, this is. a
1: Crazy story. You remember my old dog, Lucky? Yeah. Okay, Lucky was... Uh,
0: lucky was lucky. Lucky was awesome. Lucky was a great dog. And
1: half half lab, half pit bull, we think. We're yeah, not really yeah. sure because he was a stray, but he had total pit bull head. Yeah, he had a lot of lab in him. Yeah, a lot of lab, white, white color. And uh, he had this affliction to where he had uh, allergies or something, and so he had to actually eat prescription dog food, which was F.P., which is fish and potatoes okay. Mm-hmm. And because anything else literally would make him scratch and itch and get all these skin conditions and he would shed like crazy,
0: isn't and that constantly weird to, scratching? Because Colt has a, a, a bulldog mm-hmm. you know mix. she's the same way, man. Tell him try FP. It's okay. called Fish and Potatoes. I
1: yeah, I mean, and she- that's what we finally had to put lucky on, and it was amazing. It instantly stopped all of that, OK. The skin irritation, the scratching, the shedding—it all stopped mm-hmm. uh, with the FP. So lucky was you know he loved fish too now. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, he loved
0: was, it. Fancy just absolutely
2: yeah. loves it. Yeah, we yeah, put our 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 lab mix on uh, Royal Canin.
1: But the 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 shrimp thing that we're we're talking about, the Kirby Co. Ink Cooking Tip of the Week—we're going to explain it and we'll do it here here in a little bit. But it's a tried and true thing. And the one thing that I will say is that I love eating shrimp. I mean, it's
0: like, for me, it's one of my favorites. Absolutely. Period. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I feel so sorry for people that are allergic to it. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm like, man. (laughs) Because we eat a lot of shrimp.
1: But the thing about eating shrimp to me you gotta have good cocktail sauce. Mm-hmm. Gotta have or good Just cocktails. make it yourself. It's yeah, so ke- easy. Yeah, yes, yeah. and then, yeah. and there's lots of ways to make it and, and we can do a Kirby Co in Cooking Tip of the Week in the future about it. But it's very simple. It's ketchup, it's horseradish, and if you wanna add a little bit of um what is it, Liam Perrin's uh Worcestershire. Worcestershire.
2: Yeah. Worcestershire
1: sauce to it, you can. I don't really worry about that. I don't think I, it makes I just that use much of a
2: difference. Ke- ketchup, lemon juice mm-hmm. and fresh cut horseradish yeah, see yeah.
1: i'm not a i'm not a fan of lemon juice in that i put
2: a splash in there
0: yeah i think kerry puts a splash yeah in i'm too. i'm yeah.
1: just give me lots of horseradish yeah, i want yeah. that baby pink and uh, <laughs> you go to a restaurant and they give you cocktail sauce and you go can i have some horseradish to make that cocktail sauce right well that that is cocktail sauce i'm like that's like ketchup can right you bring me some more horseradish please
0: mm-hmm. and, uh, and you have to buy we've, we've used this before but you have to buy the the right horseradish yes yeah. Seminole. Seminole is, that, is the, the what's in the one. red yep. in, in the in the refrigerator yep. section of it's uh, fresh cut. Or, yeah. it's fresh it's ground. Fresh cut, yeah. Fresh ground. Yeah, yeah. You gotta
2: get the good stuff. Yeah. Seminole's the best.
1: And and when cocktail sauce sits for a day or two in the refrigerator, mm-hmm. you know, like when you make a batch, so right. let's say you got leftovers, the and I don't know exactly why, maybe it's the acidic part of the tomato juice. Mhm. But it neutralizes the the zip of the horse of the horseradish.
2: Yeah, I like it fresh.
1: Yeah, that's exactly yeah, why. Of course, I, it, I,
2: if I, I don't use it, I toss it.
1: Like if I make a batch of cocktail sauce, I won't put it in the fridge and use it again two no, three days
2: later. I don't either. Throw it away, and make yeah. another batch. Yeah. because it, it loses the zip. Yeah, I agree. Got to
0: have the zip. Got to have the zip. It's, it's all about the zip. All right, so um, let's take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about Captain Dennis Goldstein, who we lost last Saturday, and. Uh, it, it, he, was, uh, he was a good friend, great charter captain, and uh, just want to talk about him a little bit when we come back. Right here on the Nimnick Outdoor Show. We're back.
1: Hey, there, the Nim- Nimnick family of dealerships have uh, been in business for an incredibly long time, and there's a reason why. Uh, I mean, to give you an example, Nimnick Chevrolet, they have won, and this is no joke, okay, Chevrolet Dealer of the Year, four years running.
0: Okay? Yeah. Okay.
1: Which tells you that the Nimnick family has been doing business the right way for 81 years. And they always give you a best price guarantee. Best, best price guarantee at Nimnick Chevrolet on Cassett, Also a best price guarantee at Nimnick Buick GMC on Phillips Highway. And that means that they will meet or beat any offer, any written offer that you bring to them. And I can tell you this uh, actually that most of the people that go and shop Nimnik, they don't go anywhere else because they always end up getting the best deal anyway. Uh, go to com to access both dealerships yeah. all right uh you so, had a little thing to talk about yeah
0: absolutely um one of our biggest listeners and one of my really good friends uh, captain dennis goldstein passed away in his sleep on, on saturday early saturday morning and uh just you know <sighs> how long have you known dennis oh my god you and kirk just both I mean, a long time. I mean it's been it's been a, i mean you know Thirty years, at least. Mm-hmm. He, as a matter of fact, Dennis. When when <laughs> I had a Red Seacraft with blue bottom paint, and I fished out of Mayport, and he had a Red Seacraft blue bottom paint, and he fished out of Saint Augustine. So we had kind of this. We had the exact same boat. So yeah, 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 People would get us confused if we were. Um, but uh, Hot Fun was the name of his boat, and uh, that was my old Skeeter. That was he. He had Kirk's old old Skeeter still. Yep.
2: Yeah, I mean recently. No, that was a that boat. I had that boat twenty years ago.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. He's had it. He's had it ever since then. That, he's okay, had three but, motors on that thing. Yeah, he's had he's, wow. he's had three motors on it. Wow. Yeah, yep. yeah. But that was just my old the, Skeeter. Uh, it, it was what's what's really cool is I I, I got to sit down and, and 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 talk with Dennis on Friday morning. He he was fishing on Friday morning last week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you know, so we were just—we always talked at the ramp. uh, He—he was always there way earlier than everybody else. He's so funny about that. He would—I mean, if it was—if he thought there was going to be people at the ramp, he would—he'd be there like five o'clock in the morning. He'd launch his boat and go go to sleep in his truck. But he—he will be sorely missed. Yeah, one of the absolutely one of the funniest people you've you've ever met. Just a total dry sense of humor. But here, here, here was a crazy thing, Jeff is we would do these, you know, big multi-boat charters. And, and Dennis was always a, a part of them. <laughs> yeah, I know where this is going. Well, too. It, the, the, the funny thing is, is that, you know, you've got, you've got, you know, Shank and I with these brand new or, or very nice sea foxes. You know, you had, I mean, you got these 100000 $150,000 bay boats. And, and here's Dennis with his little skeeter, mm-hmm. you know. It was dirty most of the time. You know, he didn't have the best equipment, you know, but I'll be damned. When you came back, he had more fish than everybody. Hmm. I mean, there was. There, he always cracked
2: me up too because we would all leave and everybody would run for the freaking hills. <laughs> and Goldstein would go down to the creek down there. Yep,
0: this first creek on the left. Take yep, that
2: left and yep. go up in there and you're going, Dennis, don't you go somewhere else? Well, you know, if I'm patient, there's fish in there. <laughs> and you're going. Always. And then
0: you'd always think he didn't have anything, and he'd open up his exactly he'd He never bragged about or anything. He just, you know, he just walk up there and clean his fish or what. You know, it was it was amazing. He was he was you know he he started out basically doing the same thing that I did for years, which was chump fishing for tarpon, you know, and um, but his his kidneys failed on him uh, April of, of of 2019, and he fought it, man. I mean he. And he still fished. He still ran charters. Mm. Still, still did a great job. But uh, like I said, he was he was a good friend, great charter captain, good dude, and he he'll be missed. May he rest in peace. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Fair winds and following seas, buddy. Mm-hmm. Ooh,
1: buddy. How yep. many years did he fish? Did you know of
0: over thirty? Oh yeah, well over 30-something thirty 30-something years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. St. Augustine. That he was, his was place, always a main, that was in. He was a mainstay at the Conk House. Yeah, yeah. That's where he kept his boat and, and uh, until recent years. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the uh, if
1: if you think about the longtime guys that have fished St. Augustine, if mm-hmm. if, you, if you on on put your top five guys that have been in St. Augustine the longest period of time, okay. And I'm not talking that guys that are still doing it now. Okay, I'm talking that guys that have done it before.
0: Uh first one that comes to my mind is Captain Whit- Whitlock. Whit, yep. I yeah, mean, well, there's and there, he yeah, ran. Yeah. What
1: was the name of that boat? No the, the, the kind of boat it, it, the Shamrock. And he had that thing. Oh, no. It was it was impeccably impeccable. spotless. Something every hawk, day.
0: Right? What's that? Something yeah, Black hawk. Blackhawk. 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 Hawk. Good job. And he yep.
1: wore. And if I remember correctly, yes. he wore this the same kind of Afco fishing shorts. Right. Oh yeah.
0: And yes, and never wore a shirt. He he had to be military. Yeah, retired was military. chief. Yeah, Navy chief. Okay, yeah.
1: because he. I mean, everything was
2: it was impeccable.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, This stuff was tight Oh man Because I was like The young kid On the block Man he would light me up I mean light me up Oh I, yeah He didn't mince words with you if he, uh-uh. he
2: thought you screwed up He let I, you know I, real I, quick
0: I, I, I remember We were chump fishing And, and I, I pulled up At a spot That we always chump fish And I I didn't see anybody I mean I You know Just started chump fishing And <laughs> he came on the radio If you're gonna get On top of me I'll just move And I didn't know He was talking to me Yeah <laughs> How far away was hell he? he had to be a half a mile away I mean <laughs> I'm like yes sir Captain Witt, you know I tell you one of the funniest stories was, is with you was, and I it, 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 first off uh, he was he is great guy yeah, love Captain went I just want that to be known yeah but he 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 being the young guy and him being the old guy oh he's he, having a little fun with uh, you oh too, yeah you know oh, yeah absolutely you know? Yes, I'll never forget.
2: Kevin and I went on a bite of tarpon down here, Crescent Beach. Oh yeah, never forget it. And the, they, they were fired up. And this pogie pod, God, what was it, an acre? Yeah, oh yeah. And he's on one end, and I'm on the far end, and we're we're on the trolling motors, and we're trying to get them to to eat. And all of a sudden, you hear it coming down the beach. You hear that black hawk coming. I'm yep. going, oh no, here comes wit. <laughs> and he sees us over there, and he just goes right in the middle of it. And to shut, to shut them down Shut them right down We are all
0: like Oh man Well you, you know Again You should have said Well if I would have known You were going to get right on top of it, I would have moved <laughs> No nah, you couldn't do oh, that Oh no Oh no absolutely Can't it wait, did work can, two ways you, you can have this one We'll we'll move it, No it did not work two ways No <laughs> Good dude though Great dude. Great dude Great dude Really good fisherman Um, Him and It was It was It was really It was um, There was another
1: guy That you talked about Extensively for
0: years, out of Saint Augustine, yeah, they they kind of taught you how to
1: chum fish.
0: Well, that was well, Mike Scanlon. Scanlon. Mike Scanlon. Yeah, Mike Scanlon. He so, wasn't a charter. He was oh, out yeah. of Mayport. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, Well, the you know the boat ramp is the Mike, Mike Michael B Scanlon in, boat ramp in Saint Augustine. No, Mayport. Oh, Mayport. Oh, Mayport. oh, Mayport. I Mayport. Didn't know that. Yeah, that's, the, yeah. the that's, main yeah. one yeah. in yeah. Mayport.
1: That's
2: Michael B Scanlon. On. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yep. like
0: yeah. yeah. Mike Fogg pushed that through. That's yeah. That was awesome. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But you had you had Mike Scanlon, Wimpy Sudden. Um, John Campbell mm-hmm. were were the were the were the characters out of uh, out of Mayport. Yep. You know, they were they they were the mainstay. Yeah. Um. You know, and then and then obviously you 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 had you had others a- after them, but and then you had Captain Witt, Dennis Goldstein, Chuck Stearns, um, Larry of, of, Well, Larry he's kind of Palm Valley. Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of in the middle. Yeah. You know. Um. But and, and Larry. Even at that time, um, we didn't know much about Larry. Larry was kind of on, on his own mm-hmm. with his hands to do, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I'm just talking about the guys that went out every morning and chum and went to the yeah. shrimp boats, and and uh, it was hmm. it was it was it was a really really cool time.
1: Interesting, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right, so uh, I got I got a story to share. Okay, and, um, remember last week I shared the story of uh, becoming a member of the uh, what Mike Kogan referred to as the upside down club. Yes. So yesterday I returned to the scene of the crime. Oh you oh, did. I did. And uh and by the way when I was uh I was launching, I got an opportunity to talk to a, a fellow by the name of James, who's super guy. Enjoyed talking with him. I believe his last name was James Washington. Was and he in the kayak? No, he oh, was, okay. he was he was just there and he was catching bait to go somewhere, I okay. guess, because he's throwing his net and he's catching shrimp. And he's putting them in a five-gallon bucket that he's got, one of them little battery-powered aerators mm-hmm. and things, you know, so yeah. he's going to take it somewhere else to go fishing, I guess. And uh, Anyway, had a, a cool chat with him, and, and I, I worked my way to the spot where I became a member of the Upside Down Club thinking that maybe I would have a chance at uh, catching two of the rods that might be on the bottom and, uh, and then also maybe catch fish, you know, and hopefully, I was hoping that the tarpon would be back. Uh-huh. Anyway, I, I uh, get there and, and I'll get there a little bit later. got delayed by a, a phone call that I had to handle. And so when I do get there, I'm casting, looking, casting, looking. I see one roll. I'm like, all right, there's one. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. there's more that show up. Catch a really nice, you know, 19, maybe 20-inch redfish. And I'm waiting for the tarpon to feed. And all of a sudden, poof, there goes one. I'm like, oh, yeah. And I'm ready this time. You know, I got, yeah. a, I got a, yeah. a tarpon rod. I've got a bait I think that'll work, and so anyway, I go over there, and I start casting and casting and
0: casting. And it's casting so hard and to get them to eat. I can't get them to eat. Right, yeah.
1: I need some tips, man. How do you get some of these inshore tarpon to eat?
0: my bait. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with Kirk. I, I have I'm, a Kirk. I'm, I'm live but what,
1: My question is, are they eating, because there's a bunch of shrimp mm-hmm. in this place, mm-hmm. are they eating the shrimp, the mullet,
2: or both? Oh, I would say both. oh both. yeah. I agree with Kevin. Yeah. I think... Probably what you could do is stop at a bait shop and just get a dozen big shrimp. Say, look, I, I, I'm, I'm with Kirk. A I tip bait same guy thing. and say, look, give me a dozen of the biggest ones you got. And what? he's not going to scoop more than a dozen, but he'll dig for a dozen. Okay. And tip him good and then use those. <laughs> and then when you get to the ramp, look around, see if you see any finger mullet close by and see if you can net one or two of those. Yeah. That's where you're going to catch you put him. them on a float? Yeah. Float or just just oh, oh,
0: uh, and, and just a hook with no no float yeah just fluorocarbon yeah for like freeline yep yeah okay. you're you gonna have to go lighter than you want that's right. yeah which is carbon. fine I'm yeah. light anyway yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah I mean I would I would go to a you know a yeah. fifteen seventeen pound fluorocarbon because I I've like that. you're I've gonna had, have to fool them to eat yeah
1: I've had I've caught tarpon mm-hmm. in shore but mm-hmm. not locally here mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. see when they get in those creeks like that
2: that's shallow they get real leery. They really do
1: because I, like in last year, okay, mm. Matt Lachey, I'm catching tarpon, yeah. you know, and throwing artificial, and they're eating gulps,
0: and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Different fish, man. Man, I'm
1: trying to, th- I'm throwing. It's
0: different fish. Everything yeah, know. that I, I they're know. eating, know.
1: Down there, I'm throwing here, and I can't, they're just not touching it. I know. Yeah. And so my thought process was, as and I was trying to stay with the with the artificial, was that okay? I'm gonna go weightless because a lot of times that makes the difference down southwest Florida. And so I would use just a hook with like a a gulp um, jerk shad and do it in maybe pumpkin seed color, Mm -hmm. which looks like a shrimp. Right. You know, if they're eating shrimp, okay, here we go. Through and through and through (laughs) and through and through. I couldn't get them things. And I mean, I. They're frustrating,
0: man. They're leery too. Yeah, they're
2: real leery of. Of any kind of disturbance in the water, if you put that kayak anywhere near them,
0: they know you're there. Yeah, you know, yeah. just because you guys know how I am, uh, you know, for years and years and years throwing that Daiichi circle hook, you know, and and, and, and the bait pods, po- mm. pogie pods. Yep. I, I caught hundreds, hundreds of tarpon on on that presentation. I have never caught one on that hook inshore. Yeah, I've you got you have to go to a small, you know. Let um, them eat it, it got, got so Yeah, you know, sharp. But you've got to almost bury that hook in that that bait so they can't see it. Mm-hmm. But you go in there with that that big circle hook, mm-hmm. you know, which you you got to have, you know, to 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 get into a tarpon's mouth, and they they won't eat it. Huh. You know, they they won't eat that it. That is so weird. I I, I I know I've done it long enough. Because offshore they no problem. They, they'll suck it in. They'll, they'll suck it in. They, no problem. They don't care. In shore, want nothing to do with it. They want nothing to do with it. That's just it's, it's bizarre, they it. isn't it? Yeah. I tell you, yeah. the other thing is they want it alive too.
2: If, that, it, ain't, oh, absolutely. if it ain't alive, if it you, ain't spunky, if it ain't spunky, if it ain't spunky, change it.
0: Yeah. I call
1: yeah. I call that the the snook way because exactly. it's the yeah. same thing with snook. Yeah. That's same right,
0: thing, and, and the same thing with jacks. Yeah. Same, same thing. If it's not trying to get it's, away from them, it's got to be. But, a,
1: it's got to be a challenge. It's I be Got to be alive. Let's take a break. We come back. We'll we'll have a ring power cap tip of the week right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show.
0: Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show. Now it's time for your Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. And the, the, the cool thing is, Jeff, there, we talk about all the onshore winds that we've had. Onshore winds bring in beautiful water. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm here to tell you, and Kirk will tell you too, that you get outside of three miles right now, It's almost, it's damn near like the Gulf Stream. It It, does. Water's beautiful. It is. It's beautiful. Um, I'm actually surprised that we haven't caught more sailfish this year than we have because it's of of the water clarity that we've had. Um, But there has been, this week's been a good week for for sailfish. Captain Scott caught one. Um, There's been numerous others, but... The 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 tip is is that a, a lot of times whenever you you look back there you're slow trolling and you're you're watching your baits, and 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 a, and a sailfish generally speaking will come up behind the bait, sail up, mm-hmm. come up, start chasing the bait down, and then he starts slapping it with his bill, all right. And when, when he does that, a lot I'll I'll take the reel, take it out of gear, and feed it to him. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a good chance that that he knocks it off the hook, and and I, I, we had this conversation on the forecast show the other night and don't take the boat out of gear because this fish is lit up. He, he, he's, he's looking for another bait. He, if you've got two other baits out there, which Kirk, you trolled three baits, right? you know, either bring another bait to him, or if you have to, you, you're going to obviously get in the live well and grab another bait, which is the most nervous thing you'll ever do. Cause you're trying to see if the fish is still there, but don't take the boat out of gear that's the, that's the worst thing you could do and and, and that's kind of it's 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 a it, game ender. It, it, yeah, it's it's almost Kenny? a game yeah, because the the, the fish is, is is swimming back there around your baits and if you take it out of gear, he's just going to keep swimming and go right by the boat. Hmm. Uh, and so it, it, whenever that that fish comes up, just remember a couple things. I like to take the uh, grab the rod, take it out of gear, and 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 feed it to the fish, and you'll you'll feel him. You'll feel take him eat the it. rod out of gear, yeah. Not take the, the reel. You're putting the reel in a free spool. Yeah, take, take take take. Put the reel in the free spool, and and just 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 feed it to him, and you'll like I said, you'll feel it when he eats it. All
1: right. So question here. Yep. Let let's say okay, and obviously a lot of times when this happens, you're slow trolling for kingfish, right? Because it's very difficult just to
0: target sailfish, correct? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I mean. It's not, it's not difficult, but it's, there's not that many. Okay, so yeah.
1: you're yeah. you're trolling for kingfish, yep. and you've got wire. Yep. Okay, if, if you had the perfect rig for a sailfish, would it have wire? No. Okay, so should you have one rod on your boat rigged f- for a sailfish specifically?
0: Well, I mean, we we, we do. We have we pitch do. rods. We have pitch rods, okay. yeah. but, but a lot of times... Tell me what that rig is. I mean, it's, it's, what,
1: what kind of a rod, and what's what's the terminal tackle?
2: I use a, a 6,000 Saragossa with 50-pound braid on Spinning rod. Yep, yep. spinning rod, Spin and, and yep. then I have a single hook. Yep. I use, use what kind a, of what
1: model are you using,
2: fluorocarbon leader? Yeah, I'll use fluorocarbon. I'll use anywhere from 40 to 60-pound leader, same okay. thing. and I'll have about three feet, mm-hmm. and then I put a single hook. Swivel like, or no swivel? No swivel. No swivel. No, nope. nope. uni knot. Yep. You, okay. need, you need a braid. And then I put a single hook, a short shank, like a owner, like a number 4 or 3-aught. Yep. Something short not Short shank live bait hook. Yep. And it's, it's like a 3X or 4X. So it's yep. a thick hook. Right. That way if something big swims up a big cobia, a big sailfish or okay. amberjack, you don't want the hook to bend. Okay.
1: And you, let's say you got pogies in a live well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Where do you hook the pogie Through the
0: nostrils? Through the nostrils. Yep. Okay. Just yep. pitch it. Just pitch it and put it in free spool, and he'll knock it. Yep, yeah, but okay. don't take the boat out of gear while you're doing this. Yeah. Okay, because he'll follow the boat. Yeah. he he'll, he'll, i mean—he'll stay back there until he finds another bait. That's right. what he's—that's what he's lit up. He's—he's yeah. he's ready to feed. So, but
1: perfect world, okay. Yeah, for, but, for it, carbon it, it, leader, and, and, no swivel, and,
0: short shank live bait. And hook. And, 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 I, and I'll tell you this, Jeff. Um, you when when they get that way, when they get lit up like that, they're not shy. Yeah, you know, they're—they're gonna—they're gonna eat that next pogey. That, that comes by as long as it looks natural. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Will they eat a mullet? I caught one on a mullet last okay. year. Okay. Absolutely. They won't did. eat a dead bait mostly. No. <laughs> Except for Kirk's when it's floating out there. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll, I'll never live that one down. No. That's the worst. No. Story all right, that's story your uh, Ring Power yeah. Cat
1: tip of the week. Uh, don't forget, Ring Power has the youngest, most dependable fleet in the industry. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. That's a, I think it's a great tip because here's the reality: okay, everybody likes to kingfish. Okay. Yeah. Everybody likes to to try it when they're biting. It's a blast. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh-huh. If you have an opportunity to catch a sailfish while you're kingfishing, now the hell with the kingfish.
0: It, listen, I'll catch I'm anything. Sorry, uh, but sailfish are one of the most beautiful, yeah. so so incredible fish that so there is. Two years ago, I'll tell you. Two years ago, fishing the beach, in a tournament, James and I, we had he he had a fish on. And the other line went off. And it was a sailfish. And uh, nine out of ten times, whatever it is, we're breaking it off to go catch James' kingfish, right? Mm-mm. And, and James even said, no, 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 no. And I, I wasn't going to break it off anybody because, no, yeah, no, we, no, we got to catch that fish. Yeah, it's a sailfish on yeah. the beach. Yeah. you know. Do you I mean, give yeah. an idea.
1: You're a charter captain. Hmm? How many sailfish you caught in your life
0: on, on your boat? We've had this question before. I I, I would say twenty okay. somewhere. Kirk, how many for you? Yeah, probably about the same. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what you, I'm saying. This, yeah. Oh, it's very this special. This is a,
1: a once in a lifetime yeah, opportunity,
0: it and if you're and so if somebody's it prepared, they can take advantage yeah, I, of it. And, and I, I said this the last time we had this conversation. It's the one fish that when's when it's on the line and it's jumping I'm like please don't jump off yeah you know what I mean you know uh, it, it's special it's special yeah, yeah man. even you, even
2: landing it getting it to the boat oh, beautiful, yeah. without getting hurt beautiful. or right. anybody else getting hurt all
1: right just just a little tip here because um when you when you get a sailfish mm-hmm. you don't want to lift it out of the water do you no okay so you, you can, don't have to yeah no. it's better to not right it's no. better to not you know so so when it comes alongside the boat mm-hmm. what do you do do you grab The the sail?
0: Thumbs together. Thumbs together. Thumbs together and and grab his bill.
1: Grab his bill. Mm -hmm. And then have somebody take the hook out. Okay, so it's kind of a two-man release. It is. And then once you get the hook out, pictures while the fish is in the water looking back at the camera. Right, yeah. You know, and... and If you
0: look at the picture that we took of of, of that sailfish... uh, from the tip. That's typically that's, the boat's always moving too. Right. Yeah, that's You're right. trying you to, to keep, keep the fish yeah. swimming. You're right. trying
2: to keep water going through his gills. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't hurt him. Yeah.
0: And the cool thing is, is Jeff. Most of the time, the hook's in the bill. Oh,
1: it, on the on the sword part.
0: Yeah. Yeah. In the yeah. bill. Yeah. yeah. Even
2: lassoed. They'll even. No, yeah, I've had I've had plenty of them lassoed. You know, because yeah. when they when they jump or they tail walk like
1: lassoed and not actually with the hook in them.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. With yeah. the yeah. wire just wrapped around their bill. Yeah. How'd yeah. Because that that bill is like, um. Sandpaperish, Sandpaper, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when that that seven strand gets yeah. in that bill, he ain't he, he ain't shaking it. All
1: right, all right. Let's go to the phone lines and uh, bring up Derek this morning. Morning, Derek.
0: Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good morning. Good.
9: good. Hey, so how big do a, does a sailfish have to be before you can keep it?
2: Well, number one, you got to have a stamp. You can't kill one unless you uh, got a stamp. Really? you have to have a stamp to kill a sailfish. Yeah, you got to have a stamp. Okay. So, got gotcha. to have a tag. I mean, most people one. don't worry about keeping them. You can't <laughs>
0: kill a tarpon or a sailfish in the state of Florida without a tag. Okay. I knew the tarpon, but yeah. um, okay. So I, and, and by the way, I'll, I would never I would never kill one, so I, I don't I don't know the regs.
2: Yeah, so you
1: were never yeah. worried about it. I want
0: to say, anyway. I'll tell you real quick.
2: Okay. I think it's 72 inches. I, I'm
9: not uh, not well versed in, in uh, saltwater stuff. Right. You know? So I know a sailfish is a beautiful fish, and you know, you get the opportunity to catch one. Hell, you might want to put one up on the wall or
1: something. Sure, and what and that's a I think that's a great point, Derek. And what people do today, which is amazing, what they'll try to do is get a quick measurement uh-huh. and pictures, and then the replica mounts that they make today
0: are are amazing. Are uh, yeah, unbelievable. Sixty three yeah, is the minimum. Be, yeah, six six sixty three. So yeah, I mean, you you do not have to kill the fish. As a matter of fact, um, even the, the taxidermists now tell you don't kill the fish. Right. Just get good pictures, give me the measurements, and I'll I'll make you a mount. Yep.
9: Uh, <laughs> the real oh. thing was pretty interesting. Um,
0: All right, hold uh, on,
1: Derek. Hold Derek, on, you, 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 kind of, you faded out a little bit, so repeat the question.
9: Okay. So my my wife and I and the kids, are, we're, we're getting a, you know, a cabin up on a small river in uh, the mountains of Georgia. Uh-huh. And I'm not even sure what all fish are in those streams and everything up there. I'd imagine since it's a mountainous area that uh, there'd be trout and stuff like that. But what would you recommend I use to to fish with uh out there because i will probably spend a good majority of my time standing in that little river yeah out the back of
1: that i i would i mean' it's can still you, be fly fishing right? yeah can you do you can you throw a fly rod? Do you know how to fl- throw I, a fly rod
9: yeah, I'd probably throw it right in the water. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I to- i've never done
1: it i totally understand and uh and there's and i'm kind of like you i mean for me I, I i would always carry when you go to places like that I carry a very small spin rod with mm-hmm. uh what i call your, your crappy rig mm-hmm. you know it's something that you would take for specs or panfish, yeah. and then once you get there and you get the lay of the land then you can go to your local tackle shop to buy what you need yeah. for bait, tackle, etc.
0: Yeah, we could tell you some things that we might take, but that, that we may be dead wrong. Yeah, you know, I'm just or, carrying
1: or, the or. smallest spin rods right. I got. You know, when I say smallest, you know, the something that might have a ten or fifteen pound braid strength i'm going to carry the most yeah, yeah 10 pound floor carbon leader maybe even yeah you know you could buy even less up there but i mean if you're fishing for uh, trout or if you're fishing for just little red eyes or whatever they have sunfish i mean then you just go yeah. you know and then you can talk to some of the local folks and then the local tackle shops are going to have exactly
0: kind of what you need but uh which is just as much fun yeah i love going talking to those guys yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah.
9: Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I was kind of thinking the same thing, and you know, just find one of them folks that's lived there for God knows how long, and and just see kind of what they think about it. And that last time we were there, it was an older gentleman. Man, it, it, it's the coolest thing in the world whenever you can find an older guy, you know, seventies or eighties, and and he's been there fishing fishing the dams for you know sixty five years or whatever, and he just sits there and tell you tell you stories. You know, I, there's not there's not a a whole lot of things that are better in life than sitting there and listening to an older gentleman
0: no. experience. I, 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 like I said, th- I, I love that you know going in there and finding that guy and and uh, and most of the time they'll talk to you too, you know, <laughs> which is yeah. which
1: is awesome. Yeah, and, and I, the one thing I, I I love you know because you, when you're where you're talking about going is a stream and which probably is going to have some kind of panfish mm-hmm. and you know maybe some opportunity at trout. A lot of times those places are stocked seasonally you know could you end up catching one sure but also uh i love catching anything that swims and mm-hmm. especially anything right. that swims on a really light spinning rod oh yeah mm-hmm. i think there's something special I totally, to that yeah, absolutely yeah. because it kind of takes you back to when you were a kid and you didn't care what you know what, you did what not bent care. your rod it was just a matter of bending your rod yeah
2: you know?
0: that's right
2: yep. yeah
0: yeah very cool yeah all right gentlemen i appreciate it all right
2: buddy you, uh, uh, have, have a good vacay. Yeah, so packed, let, me, uh, let, let me clarify that real quick too. On the sailfish, yeah. you're allowed to k- kill one if you have a, uh, 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 a HMS permit required in federal water. So if you're three miles out, you have to have an HMS permit to kill a sailfish now.
1: Hmm. What if you're inside of three miles?
2: It uh, doesn't say anything about that.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Why would you want to kill no,
2: a yeah, sailfish? Well, yeah, 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 I mean, I mean even, even the edibility is fair with. You know, I, I'm not going to kill one. To eat oh. it.
0: There's so many other oh. things you could eat. You I know? would, I, if you pulled up to Comanche Cove and you strung up a sailfish, you would, you <laughs> would, <laughs> oh you would be Persona non grata. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be a phone call going to FWC real quick. I'm sure. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying and that. You may not I'm, make it out of there alive. No, I mean, I'm saying other charter captains and stuff doing what are you doing, dude? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it would be, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of the uh, unwritten rule. I don't you know, know what I mean? That's a no-no. <laughs> That's a no-no, man. I'll never forget. When you and I were down on the boat
2: ramp one day, and that guy came up to yes. us, and he goes, hey, can you come down here and identify these fish in my boat, remember? Yeah. And you walked down there, and I walked back to me, and I said, what did he have? And you go, he
0: had a cooler full of barracuda, and he
2: thought they were kings. <laughs> no. Oh,
0: oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, Loaded. I mean, listen. heard him, oh, in the honest to goodness truth, heard him on the phone as he was walking up the dock. He was inviting his friends over for a fish fry that night. And and the reason, the reason, the reason, seriously. Oh, it's classic. The reason that, that, How that I asked. It's
2: about 10 years about ago. About 10
0: years ago. The reason that I asked him is because he said that he had three 40-pound kingfish. Oh. And I had a kingfish tournament the next day. So I did the Kirk hey, Waltz you, thing. You want to get
1: an MRI. Yeah, I absolutely. some intel, buddy. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, and, and uh, man, I, I went up and asked him, you know, and, and, um. He's like, yeah, he goes, they were swimming all around me. And I went, Huh? Swimming all around you. He goes, man, it was the most unbelievable bite of kingfish I've ever seen. He said, I I couldn't keep them off. <laughs> I'm like, can I can I see them? You know, I, I said, I haven't seen a 40-pound kingfish in a long time. Sure, man, come on down to the boat. And I got what kind of boat did he have? Oh, uh, it, it was a bay boat. Okay. You know, and he had a big cooler in Where it. Where was he at? Offshore, somewhere at a yeah. wreck. Okay. Yeah. St. Augustine. Yeah. Okay. And uh I got. Twenty yards from that boat, this stench hit me, and I went, "Oh no!" Because it's a, a barracuda stench is very, very metallic. Yes. Nasty what snow. did you say, to and he opened it. It. Hold on, hold on. Oh, go ahead.
1: Hold that thought. We're okay. gonna take. We're like six minutes over oh, here for oh, a yes. break. Okay. Okay. Hold oh, that well, thought because this is this is a good story, <laughs> yeah. and uh, we'll continue the story right after this right here on the New Nick Buick GMC Outdoor Show. Ely Dan. <laughs> You know it, hey uh, Mo Southwest Grill in St. Augustine. Bones. stomach is starting to growl a little bit, and you're in the St. Mm-hmm. Augustine area. Uh, they do a great job at Mo Southwest Grill, uh, really right across the street from uh, Fish Bites Cafe or yep. Fish Bites yep. Trade Post. Trade Post Cafe. And, yeah. <laughs> get the home wrecker.
0: <laughs> yeah, get dinner home for two. Wrecker, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So check it out. And uh, uh, we were talking just a minute ago. Yes, you're you're at the ramp. Guy says I. Got into the kingfish, man! It's unbelievable. I wore him he's out. he's I wore on the him phone, out. Wore him out. Inviting friends over for fish. Oh fry. yeah, he's on the phone. You got a kingfish tournament coming up. You're looking for some MRI, and you're like, dude, I got to see your fish. Like, yeah, you want to come see him? Come on. Yeah. So you're on the way there. Now you you hit a a wall of stench. Yeah, I did. Which uh, barracuda has a smell about it that's not very friendly. No, it's very metallic. So your your first thought is, uh oh, uh
0: oh. And what, what hit me, though, was when he said they were swimming all around the boat. Yeah. You know, I went, that's not, you know, this says it. And he's got three 40-pounders. Well, he had three forty pounders, all right. Oh, he had a cooler full.
2: A slap <laughs> full. That there must kudas. have been 12 cudas in that cooler.
1: Yeah. So he opens the box. How many did he have?
0: Uh, he had at least 12.
1: 12? Yeah. 12 Barracuda. Yes. And, and,
0: and, and so I was trying to be as. And this guy what, keeps his boat there at Comanche? No, this was at the public boat ramp. The public ramp. Yeah, yeah this was yeah, yeah okay. we were we were putting our boats on, okay. on, on, on the uh, on the trailer. And um I was trying to be politically correct. Mm-hmm. He was very know? nice. Yeah, I said, sir, those are those are not kingfish. He argued. he was like, What what do you mean? I said, sir, those are those are barracudas. Well oh, no. I remember he goes, but they have teeth. <laughs> Kevin goes, Yeah, but those aren't kingfish. Yeah, I was like, those those are those are barracudas. And then he's like can I eat them? <laughs> I wouldn't suggest you eat those. You know, um, that size of a of a barracuda. No, sir. And, he, and then he literally just asked me, he said, well, "I invited all my friends over for a fish fry tonight." And I was like, "Well, you better, you better, stop you better go buy some." <laughs> hey, I was trying not
2: to laugh. <laughs> I was being very. Kevin was being very. Guy polite. must have been new to
1: the area, new to yes. fishing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 he didn't know. He no, didn't
0: he didn't. Know. He didn't know. He he he. Thought that he had a cooler full of kingfish, or oh, he and, had a and, bonanza. He was, yeah. Oh, what did you the doing, neighborhood? neighborhood? I, you know what, I shark bait. I, yeah, shark bait or whatever. I mean, I guess he just idled back out and dumped and, and Dumped them. That's Ugh. that's the only thing that, that uh, sharks eat them. Yeah, <sighs> eat the fire out of him, man. But uh. when, when he was walking down and saying that he had, you know, talking to his buddies, I, I got a bunch of kingfish and, and literally I did. I remember I had a kingfish tournament the next day. Kirk and I had done a two boat charter. It was a Friday afternoon. And I thought that I had it too, man. I thought, man, if he's got 340 pounders, I'm going to, you know, get a little MRI and it's classic. <laughs> it's classic. It just classic. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
1: Oops. How bad would your boat smell? Oh, it's it you was had horrible, Jeff.
0: That kind of fish yeah, in your it, box. It, 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 well, not only that, but you got to remember now, he probably missed a couple times, so he had that stuff all, all over, over the all deck. over the deck. Yeah. It was everywhere. Yeah.
1: Uh, okay, to, for so eating barracuda. Mm-hmm. You can eat a small one, right? You can.
2: Yeah, long as your arm. That's that's the rule of thumb. Okay. Have long you is, eaten one, Kurt? It's delicious. I've heard it's delicious. It's delicious.
1: And the reason yeah. you can't eat the larger ones is because the larger ones have mercury in them. No.
2: Correct. Sigitera, right? Okay. From eating reef fish, from right? Eating parrot fish, right? If if the fish, like a sheephead, eats the reef, a parrot fish, i.e., a parrot fish. Okay. He eats the coral, and there's something in the coral. If they eat it gets in their bloodstream, and if the cuda eats the parrotfish, it transfers, and it's a, it's a parasite that called cigatera. And it gives you like the uh, same thing that you get from eating bad pork. Yeah, okay. food poisoning. thing. Basically. What is that uh, from eating bad pork? Uh, uh, I don't remember. Gosh, I can't um, remember what it is either, Jeff. But but it's flu-like it the, symptoms, the, the, the guy, fever. Yeah. The guy meat-eater got it. Diarrhea. Right? Is that what you're talking yeah. about?
1: They, from, they got it from bear meat? Yep. Yeah, trichinosis.
2: Trichinosis. Yeah, same thing. Bad news. It's just like getting the flu. Whew. You know. Yeah, it's supposed to be like really bad. It so it'd be, be a bad. great weight
1: loss program. Yeah, it would great, be a well, great weight, uh, yeah. weight
2: loss program. You'd be
0: doing <laughs> the Guatemalan two set. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, it, 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 and it's 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 interesting to me though that what Kirk says about you know. Uh, Ten pounds and under, basically, mm-hmm. is is what you're what long you're talking wrong. about. And I and I've heard, I've heard. Now,
1: when you say long as your arm, Kirk, like
0: like that, yeah, Shoulder. Okay. but 10, 10, pounds and under, okay, you're, you're fine, right? But I'm is, is, have you is you ever eaten them? No, I never have. I've never why.
2: I can't on, get they, over the smell. They, they
0: stink so damn bad. The Does the meat smell. smell too? No, 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 not at all. Well, it's I'm the fun. sure. Well, I'm sure it's it's Just the skin. skin. Just the skin. it's the skin. I mean, but I'm I'm surprised. I really am. The more people don't eat them, yeah you know, because it's supposed to be outstanding. But uh, where, where would you put it, Kirk? Like if you, were, I mean, if you scale of one to ten, I'd give it
2: an eight. Oh, really? Damn. Wow, oh, that's outrageously good. Really? Uh, it, I, it is. A, uh, you flay it out? Yep.
1: Uh, deep fry it? Do, do your air fryer thing? Kind of like what you would with a kingfish?
2: Yeah. Huh.
1: I, think I mean, the time you, we cooked you're it, you're giving it an eight.
2: I, we, that We cooked it, we pan-seared wow. it, we blackened it, and it was pretty damn good. I was like, okay. wow.
0: I, I, you know what? The next time, you gotta the next try time I small one, i will do it. Outdoor show research
2: favor. I'll All do right. it. I'll, I just can't I, get I, on the I, skinning I,
0: part. It's just the
2: smell is metallic, and it's just, to me, I – Oh, it's terrible. It just gags me. Yeah. I don't know
0: why. <laughs> I just don't
2: <laughs> – and I don't gag on much.
1: All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and see if Lester – I guarantee you, Lester. Hey, Lester
0: absolutely is. Barracuda, barracuda at some before. point. We'll get right. his
1: rankings on the Barracuda on a scale of one to 10. And you're listening to the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show. All right. So uh, we uh, we got uh, some more remotes coming up as the year progresses. You know, we yes. got the Christmas show special. going to be at Ring Power. Yes, it is. Excited about that. Oh, yeah. We'll be back at uh, Ring Power for the Christmas show special. We're going to be at uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters in Glen St. Mary, November 5th, which is uh, Leonard the Lizard's store. He's the manager there. We call well, him Leonard the, the okay, you Leonard the Lizard. Remember
0: Leonard? Yes. Leonard yes, the yes. Lizard. Okay. Yes. And,
1: and, and we like Leonard and we like the Glen St. Mary store because uh, our show streams live in the, sh- in the, in the store
0: yeah. oh, on good. Saturday oh, morning. Oh, oh does not really? Yes, yeah. it does. It's oh, cool. Yeah.
1: And we will be there
0: November 5th. And, and then from there, we go straight up to Georgia. Exactly, for the run, We're much closer. at yeah. that time of year. <laughs> yes. All right, let's go to the
1: phone lines. We're going to do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week here in just a minute, but let's first go talk to Lester and Bill. Start with Lester. Good morning, Lester. How da, da, you da, da, doing? Da, 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 How you da, 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 doing? Da, 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 so, Lester, have you yeah. ever eaten barracuda?
4: Well,
10: I've had it one time, and it was they, uh, some of Marshall's family up in Georgia. Had it. I didn't even know it what it was, and I asked you know what, what the fish was, and they had it cut like Kirk Stone out the Air Prime, you know, just chunks. And uh, it was good. I wouldn't put it in an eight. Uh, that by no means. Let me uh, ask six, you this
0: Would you, five. would you, would you put it ahead of kingfish?
10: <laughs> not even kingfish. Not to me. No.
0: Okay. You'd rather eat a kingfish and a barracuda?
10: I would rather eat fried, you know, the. The nuggets that we do with Kingfish. Okay,
0: yeah.
4: all right. I, okay. I, I,
10: I mean, it just tasted like a no, no, Kevin. I, what the thing with me, man, is like I'll say I couldn't get fast clean. You know that thick paste. It's like within three minutes they're out of the, out of the water when you first put their their slime is like paste. Yeah, you know I can't. It uh, is. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: it's it's terrible.
10: It's, I ain't taking my chance. No, I just don't. I wouldn't clean one <laughs> okay. myself. <laughs> you're talking about the stories with the, you know, how we've had the wahoo being weighed in in Kingfish Town. Yes. You know, you're talking about the barracuda. It brought up a thing that uh, I'm sure a lot of the listeners remember this, guys at Fishing Tournament. We were pulling out of uh, the marina Mayport. I mean, the yeah, boat ramp, after everybody you know, weighed in and what have you, the first day of the greater Jackson. These two uh, Japanese or, or Filipino, whatever they were, Two guys were walking all around the boat ramp going, you know, we got big fish, we're well, weighing, we win tournament, you know, <laughs> all over going from boat. And we got to the lab like, I bet they, I mean, they were still there when we left because they didn't believe none of us. They go from boat to boat, you know, asking people, here you know, that was pulling out, you know, where the weighing was. They got big fish, we win tournament. And uh, they wouldn't take nobody's word for it. They, they wanted to know where the thing weighing was. <laughs> and they weren't in the tournament. <laughs> it was hilarious. Not, the, I, who knows where they caught it, but uh, it, it was funny. They weren't even in the They didn't believe nobody, buddy. They wanted to know where that weigh-in was. Okay. <laughs> but but, uh, but uh, how you like the, the
8: peppers, brother?
0: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that is awesome. I know that uh, there's a there's a lot of people around here that want some dattle pepper mustard. Gary makes so. We're gonna, we're yeah, gonna, it is we're, out of this world. We're gonna we're gonna get after that. that. That that's that's a good harvest there. Thank you.
10: It it is, man. You have to show the guys that what we're talking about is the dattle pepper bush. I, uh, Carrie gave me some of her babies. Uh, this one here is two years old and it's four foot tall. And uh, this batch was forty
0: eight peppers. Uh,
10: that, that's that's Kevin's awesome. Kevin's got a picture, guys. He'll show it, to y'all. Yeah, that's my second batch
0: this year. That's great! Unbelievable! Yeah.
10: Hey, man, well, y'all guys, uh, how we doing, man? God bless. Thanks, Lester. All
1: right, let's go. Let's go talk to uh, Bill this morning. Morning, Bill.
10: Morning, guys. Morning, buddy.
5: Y'all were talking about having permits, you know, for the sailfish and uh, tarpon, and yep. I guess this is more of a snook question. Um, You know, being over sixty-five, don't have to have a fishing license, but do I need to get a permit for the snook or something? Other than, I mean, I don't know how that's working.
2: Well, snook stamp, you just buy it from the tag agency.
1: So you
5: still
2: have to buy Yes, it? yeah, so you still do
0: that. Okay, yes. and that's a good question. I mean, because if you don't, We're have starting
1: to that- catch snook now here too. I mean, that's a yeah. good question. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: So, and then is uh, is there any closures with snook? I yeah. know, I know, down in s- South Florida there
0: is. I think it's state. Is it no, statewide? No, it can't be statewide because there's some places that you can't keep them. Interesting. Yeah,
1: and that's a great question, Bill. We're gonna see if we can find some of the answers to that for you.
5: Yeah, I just wanted to know. I was planning on going out tomorrow trying to catch one, and then I was thinking, well, y'all just raised a question.
0: Maybe I need to get a stamp, even though I'm over sixty five. Yeah, I would. I would absolutely think that you need a stamp, even though you're over sixty five.
1: Yeah, I don't. Hang tight. We'll uh, we'll get that information to you, Bill.
0: Okay. Thank All you, right. Bill. Thanks, That's buddy. Good. Thanks. And yep. uh, that kind of also uh, brings us
1: to the question about the Redfish rule changes. We're going to talk about oh that. Oh gosh! In yeah, a little bit. But first, I uh, want to do a Kirby Co Builders, uh, Kirby Co Builders Inc. Cooking Tip of the Week. Kirby Co Builders, and and here's something really cool. By the way, industry leader, improved provider, framing, drywall, interior and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Uh, the Kirby Co's had a uh, had a big day yesterday.
0: 33 years. 33 years. 33 years uh, celebrating
1: their anniversary. So congratulations to uh, Mr. and Mrs. Kirby Co. Uh, This week's cooking tip is peel and eat shrimp. And this is a tried and true recipe. Very simple. first thing you need is a pot that has a fairly tight lid Mm -hmm. because we're going to do this in the kitchen. You can do this outdoors and you don't need a lid that's so tight if you're outdoors. Take one can of beer, put it in the pot, and then add a generous amount of Old Bay. I'm talking about a quarter cup. Mm-hmm. I mean, load it up. Right. Yep. Bring it to a raging boil. Okay? And why? before you do that, take the shrimp and let it sit on the counter. Let it get to room temperature or close to room temperature. Because once that beer in Old Bay gets to a raging boil, take the lid off. Throw the shrimp in. Quickly close the lid. And if it's a tight lid, shake the pot so that that hot steaming liquid goes all over the shrimp. Okay, If you can't shake the lid, it's not that tight, stir it real fast. Put the lid back on. Bring it back to a boil. Okay, Shake the pot again or stir it real quick and then take it off the burner and just let it sit for a couple minutes and then pour it out in the sink through the strainer. Mm -hmm. Once it gets in the strainer, take your shrimp, put it in a uh, uh, pan or like a, a, a bowl, whatever you want to put it in. Take your Old Bay and sprinkle a little bit of Old Bay on the top because you'd be surprised a quarter cup of Old Bay in a can of beer, it does not get a lot of Old Bay flavor in it. So you want to add just a little bit more by sprinkling however much you're comfortable with on top. And then, like we talked about earlier, make your homemade cocktail sauce with fresh horseradish and ketchup, a little squeeze of lemon if you like, maybe even a little Worcestershire sauce if you like as well. And to me, that's the best way to eat peel-and-eat shrimp that is on the planet. And it's an easy meal. You I mean, it can be ready in seconds. You do that, and I mean, Tara, do what's called a redneck salad, which is iceberg lettuce, carrots, cucumbers, bacon bits, crushed crackers or croutons with a little ranch Carrie and, and I did that Catalina mix.
0: Yeah, it was that's awesome. the best
1: redneck salad on the planet. A little extra sharp cheddar cheese grated. Man, that's a meal right
0: there. I'm, I'm with you. That's um, your Kirby
1: Co. Builder's cooking tip of the week.
0: It, so, according to our fish regs, um, snook season is closed. Right. Yep. So that's and that's that's coming from um, our app that, that that Kirk and I have, which is Fish Rules. So, and usually, I, if correct me if I'm wrong, Kirk, it does use our GPS coordinates. To tell us exactly... um, Exactly.
2: It picks up your lat longs on your device and tells you whether you're in federal waters or state waters. Correct. And tells you what the regs are for that. Yep. So... And I looked up the sailfish thing again just to make sure on the FWC website, and then they have a fishing regulations chart, and then I just sent a text to our favorite Lieutenant Bridwell to ask him that question, because I thought you had to have a stamp too, but according to what it says... Uh, daily recreational bag limit is one per harvester for a sailfish. But then in the remarks section, it says you have to have an HMS for per permit if you're in federal water. So if you're outside of the state limit, which is three miles, you've got to have that high, highly migratory species permit in order to harvest any of the, the, um, okay. Uh, Billfish, whether it's a, bl- a blue marlin, striped marlin,
0: white marlin, or sailfish, so or swordfish or swordfish. Yep. Thank you. Yeah. So I I know we probably need to take a break, but we will talk about the redfish regs when we come when, back. <laughs> when we come back right here on, on the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show.
6: Welcome back to the Nimnik
1: Chevrolet Outdoor out. Show. So we were talking about the snook regs, the redfish regs. According to the chart from myfwc.com, snook right now on the Atlantic side is in a closed season, which is from June 1st until August 31st. Okay, the size limits for the Atlantic have to be 28 inches to 32 inches. That's an incredibly small slot. Oh, it's hard to do. Very hard. Yeah. And uh, the Gulf, uh, Gulf and Monroe County it's 28 to 33 inches, and their season is different. They're closed from May 1st to August 31st. Uh, they also have uh, a closed season in the Atlantic from December 15th to January 31st. So there's there's two closures for snook yeah, you really in to. the Atlantic season, which we are considered Atlantic. Right. Pay attention to it. Yep. Okay. The, uh, the current redfish regulations, okay, are... 18 to 27, mm-hmm. two per harvester per day in the northeast zone, okay? The proposed reg changes are a little different because you're also allowed to have in possession of yourself six, I believe, um, if you're carrying it. So here, here's the the release, and I'm going to read it and see if you guys can decipher it for I'm me. I'm still
0: reading it. So anyway, WC
1: approves proposed redfish rule changes for state waters. At its May meeting, the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission approved proposed management regions and regulation changes for redfish in state waters. The proposed rule changes would uh, be, one, modify the redfish management regions, prohibit captain and crew from retaining a bag limit when on a four-hire trip, reduce the -the off-the-water transport limit from six to four fish per person. Increase the bag limit for the Big Bend region from one to two fish per person. Reduce the eight-fish vessel limit in each of the proposed management regions, which are Panhandle, Big Bend, Northeast, which is four fish, Tampa, Sarasota, Charlotte Harbor, Southwest, Southeast, two fish. Allow only catch-and-release fishing for redfish in the Indian River Lagoon region. Quote, with this new management approach, this agency is committed to continuing to work with our partners and stakeholders in finding solution for redfish, end quote, said FWC Chairman Rodney Barreto. Staff plans to continue to gather input on the proposed rules when we'll return to the commission for a final rule hearing later this year. The mat, uh, the modification of redfish management, et cetera, et cetera, will better capture regional differences and improve angler satisfaction. Mm. So, is that going to change the the management or the catch limit for yeah. redfish? I, so basically, what they're saying is, is that okay if you're on a charter? Okay, Kirk, you can't now keep an extra fish because you're exactly. a guy on a boat, or if you have a mate, you can't yeah, keep but, fish
0: for you and the mate. Right. No. The the one that 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 gets me is it says reduce the off the water transport. So let's say from six to four fish per person. Yeah, what what that is,
1: if I am understanding it correctly. Let's say we all go fishing. We have you know a group of four, right, or whatever, and we have you know and I and I take the fish because I am going to take them to my house, Uh, okay, and I am going to clean them. We're going to have a fish fry, right? Okay, I can't carry more than six fish after I've left the water. And I've got all your fish in in my truck.
0: From six to four fish per person. So now I I can only carry four
1: if I'm in a cooler in my truck headed to the house. Mm -hmm. That's kind of how I interpret that.
0: Right. But anyway, it can be very confusing. Really, honestly, the only thing that it says is that captain and crew can't keep their limit, right? Yes. It doesn't say anything about going from two fish to one
1: fish. No, it only says that. Okay, uh, and it's going actually the opposite opposite way from the Big Ben. It goes yeah, from yeah. one to two. It goes to one, but to nowhere two. does it say that it's going from it two, to two to one here. in any other region. Yeah. No, but what it's doing is that it's saying that the uh, four hire trip, the captain and crew are pro- are, pro- are not allowed to, or prohibited from retaining a bag limit. Right.
0: It, it, on you, a four higher trip. Again, you guys have heard my argument since the beginning of this. Yeah, I I, I said all along. Charters should not kill two per person. It should it should have stayed at one. Yeah. Recreational anglers, if, if, if look, they don't get out very much. If they catch their two fish, that's great. But for for guys that are fishing two hundred days a year, and sometimes they're doing two trips a day. I mean, mm-hmm. you you, know, you, I know what, you you know what I'm saying? And I hear and, and, you. and so so now at least they they took the captain and the crew out. You know, so if you've got two guys, you you can only kill four fish.
1: All right, uh, let's do an updated weather, updated tides. Start with the tides, brought to you by Angie Subs. Angie Subs is fishing the uh, King he,
0: Fish I, Tournament I, oh yeah, today. I talked to him yesterday. Hopefully I gave he him he's few, doing pretty good. The best sub shop
1: in Jacksonville right at the corner of Beach and Pemmon. The tides for today at 12.30 p.m., that's a low tide at Mayport. 7.20 p.m. tonight is the high tide. That's a 4.71. Tomorrow morning at 7.35 a.m., that's your high tide. That's a 3.74. And then a weather report brought to you by the Bearded Pig, the best barbecue in Jacksonville. It's not even close. A little sporty out there today, boys and girls. (laughs) Okay, you've got a east wind 10 to 15 knots, and that's kicking the seas up to three to four, pretty tight. Tomorrow, northeast winds 10 to 15. It's going to diminish after midnight, but seas are going to be three to four, a little choppy tomorrow as well. Monday, east winds five to 10, seas two to three. So... Uh, Tuesday, it looks like it's going to be coming back a little yeah, bit oh, normal yeah, yeah. to where it's going to go south 5 to 10 knots, becoming southeast 10 to 15 in the afternoon.
0: Yeah, and, and we need to – I know this sounds crazy. We need the water to get a little dirtier <laughs> because simply for the fact that yesterday yeah. um, I was watching people surf fish, Jeff, and, and, and I mean, it was – Spectacularly clear all the way up to their oh, yeah. feet, man. I mean it's 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 beautiful. And that bait's just not gonna show up when it's like that.
1: Um surf fishing guys catch anything? They gotta
2: be.
0: Right. Whiting they got they gotta be catching whiting, yeah. Yeah, man. Killing the whiting on the beach. Yeah. I mean, there was I mean, by, by uh, the
1: way, we're talking about all this eating fish business. Yeah. There's not a better fish to not. eat. In our area, than whiting? There's not. Oh, hands and, down. And they're
0: not hard to catch. No. no. There's
1: not a size limit on them, and, right?
0: And, and, and man, I mean this with a with an onshore wind like this and, and it's the water's just this beautiful, oh. it's a great time great to go time. Surf on, yeah, surf fishing. Go hang out you know? on the beach. I and, mean you're not yeah. look, you're probably not gonna catch reds, drum, and trout and stuff until well. September, but you'll catch a mess of whiting. Yeah. You know? I mean that's fresh yep.
1: dead shrimp. Fresh
0: dead shrimp. On a little uh, hook oh, don't buy gosh. the wire rigs, yeah, just no, buy
1: yeah, monofilament. Yeah. yeah, it's four carbon so, rigs. So, you can, so, 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 you can tie
0: your own. Yep. Easy to do. Yeah. Piece yep. of cake. Yeah and have some and, fun. And and, Piece uh, of cake. And, and and sit down I was look, watching those people yesterday. They're sitting on their chairs just chilling, man. Yeah. They were, <laughs> Why not? Yeah. They were enjoying the weather. So yeah. Great great time to surf hmm mm-hmm. Great time to surf fish. You, you go back to Georgia this week? I am. Okay.
1: I'm actually heading back up here today. Uh, oh go, you go back up yeah, today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We're, we're we're going up today and then we got uh we're gonna go pick up Taylor. She was at camp up in North Carolina. We're gonna pick her up. So we're gonna go up and see Dad. Oh, you guys have been on a
2: honeymoon. North Carolina. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, man. So well, yeah. That's why we haven't heard from you all week. Yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's right. And then uh
1: then we're gonna come back. But yeah, we're gonna spend a little time up in Georgia. Looking forward to it.
0: Inside. Huh? <laughs> Just yeah. Saying, yeah, yeah, inside and outside. Yeah, both. Yeah, no. I Boat. mean, it's it's uh, it is blazing hot up the, there, man. Well,
1: well, the cool front's pushing down a little it bit, is. you know. So it is. that and, will and, help.
0: And we need some rain. We do. We, we need some rain. We, bad, we need man. rain in a bad
1: way up there because it's a dust bowl.
0: Yeah, it, it's, I was it's,
1: talking to uh, Timmy at the Forestry Commission. He said uh, it's starting to get a little dangerous. And
0: I would. Kerry and I were talking about the same thing. Yep. Jeff, as usual, the Nimnik Outdoor Show is brought to you mm. by some fine sponsors.
1: St. Augustine Moe's, Southwest Grill, Steenhatchie River Club, Angie Subs, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co-Builders, Inc., Tire Outlet, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, Consignment Boat Cells, LV Hires, Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Coastal Equipment, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Claw Nolan Cadillac, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power and a Cat Rental Store, and of course, the Nimnik Family of Dealerships. Uke and GMC on Phillips Highway and Chevrolet on Cassidy.
0: Folks, remember, anything you do in the outdoors, always think safety first. Y'all have a great weekend. See you. See you.
9: See you.